This week's episode is brought to you by Colt 45 and Bananas, Breakfast of Champions. Hey, what's going on? This is Tay, the former co-host of Keep It Basement with the Sweens. I see the boy Sweens done blew up without me. You are tuned in to Keep It Basement and Keep It Locked here. Yeah. More fire. Come on, man. I'm too Hollywood for this podcast. Yeah, I heard you tried to get bitches to the crib. That didn't work, obviously. And then your bum-ass intern, very unreliable and unprofessional. <laughs> <laughs> Keep it, keep it, keep it basement, man. What, keep it, what radio? It's basement radio. Keep it basement? Put it down with Mike Sweeney. Mike Sweeney, keep it basement, the idiot. What's going on? This is Mike Sweeney. What's up, homie? Do you want me to shout out Mike Sweeney? Or, or, what are you, Jewish? Uh, no, I'm actually not. No, I'm not Jewish. Would it be better if, you, uh, well, if I told you I was Jewish? Oh, no, you're a white kid, right? Yeah, what? Yeah, I'm white. Oh, no, I'm just trying to Sweeney. I know some people. All right, so basically, you want me to shout out... Keep it basement, right? We in the building, still. Keep it basement? Yeah. Keep it, what, like, keep it, like, keep it in the house. Keep it, yeah. keep it basement. Yes. And what, what's your name, you guys? Hi, my name is Hi, my name is Hi, my name is Hi. Kevin Sweeney. Mike Sweeney, but that was so cool. Oh, man, how did I get that wrong? Nikki Paris, and you're listening to Keep It Basement Radio. Don't go anywhere, bitch. And you keep doing you. <laughs> What like, the fuck is this? My ex was a gang member, right? <laughs> did she get jumped in or did she get, or did she get trained in? Like, I'm like, did, and I you didn't... couldn't ask her. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so what do you do for a living? How was that your girlfriend then? She was getting all that cryptic. <laughs> <laughs> did she crip walk on you? Uh, That's not so bad. <laughs> okay, bro, thanks. Oh, wow, yeah. <laughs> it's marginal. <laughs> you know what's crazy? A, a lot of white people will never think big, big picture as black people do. Uh, I like hip-hop culture. I feel like I'm part of the hip-hop culture, but I don't know where I stand, and I feel weird about it. He's like, you should. Like, I'm like, marginal. All right, Sweeney, I'm going to see you later. Stay black, That's not so bad. Have it, folks. Keep it, <laughs> keep it, basement podcast. Time to make my move. Sweet taste of victory, life Damn, son, where'd you find this? Yo, word in these tweets is that young Zap Zappia posted a dick pic and it was so big, all the servers went down on Instagram. Ladies, it's lit in his DMs. False alarm, it was a micro penis. <laughs> He's been sending too many sausage selfies to all the women out there in the DMs. Shout out to all the ladies in the DMs. Shout out to everyone in the DMs. We're going to have mad giveaways soon. But uh, Zappy is getting DMs Give from away. babes globally. Keep it basement. We global, baby. Just kidding. Shots fired. Do, do, do. Uh, YouTube promo. Keep it basement. Uh, subscribe on YouTube. Keep it basement. New video by Haylocker on the Antonio Brown reaction to the trade. Booming. Um, yeah. Got some babes. If you're a Raider fan, you might not hate John Gruden as much now, but you probably still do if you're Haylocker. But, yeah, pretty good, pretty funny stuff. Also, porn interviews, also uh, comedian interviews, content, wall talk, a bunch of shit. Schultz is blowing up, so check out our Schultz <coughs> interview back in the Stress Factory a few months ago. Oh, since he was that. just on Rogan today, so everyone's going to be sucking him. 
Um, we did a we did an interview with him talking about Joe Budden podcast maybe like four three or four months ago. Yeah, yeah. That did pretty well, so check that out. We talk about other stuff, career strategy, little Duval. Yeah, boy. And the followers went up. And uh, shout out to the Keep It Basement YouTube over a million watch time, all that views. Um, huge in India. Please follow us on Instagram. We are very active on there, and we would appreciate any DMs, any suggestions, any dislikes, likes, any titties. We're gonna be gi- doing a uh, giveaway on this Booties. episode, so you stay know. tuned from a very special guest. Um, you, huge in India. Shout out to all my Indians commenting on the YouTube interviews. I see you, fam. But yeah, Cuba Basin Podcast. Good numbers in LA. Good statistics. Good stats. Uh, interview coming up soon about marijuana, weed. Um, just want to let everyone know. I can't get in direct contact with Julianne. <laughs> uh, my YouTube comments uh, were Liddy. This uh, one guy was thinking I was Julianne or was telling me to get in contact with her. I just cannot get in contact with porn stars, and especially weird people on YouTube asking me. That's just not going to fly, really, with a porn star, adult entertainer. Shout out to Fleshlight. This would be a great time to put that Fleshlight thing in. We welcome the newest sponsor of the podcast, Fleshlight. Fleshlight is the number one male sex toy in the world. With its soft, real feel insert, patented to be so lifelike that many have proclaimed it feels better than the real thing. While there is no substitute for a real woman. Amazing inner textures in over 100 possible combinations to choose from. We all have to work a little harder to keep up. Fleshlights offer an adjustable cap to control the desired suction level you prefer, as well as a channeled sleeve. Able to stretch in order to accommodate the repeated discomfort of your girth. Easy to clean and durable, Fleshlight is your number one choice brand for male sex toys. Fleshlight also offers flesh skins, sleeves, anal toys, and accessories, including lube, mounts, cases, sleeve warmers, vibrators, and more. For more information, search Fleshlight on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, or visit www.fleshlight.com. This is the Keep It Basin Podcast. Follow us on YouTube, subscribe to us also on SoundCloud, Spotify, iTunes Music, Laughable, and wherever else you could listen to us and view us. Thank you for tuning in. Shout out to Fleshlight. Sponsor, official sponsor, Keep It Basement. Shout out to them. Appreciate it. Also, just want to give a shout out to all the Jersey creators and um, keep doing your shit, you know, create, create content, good brands, all that businesses. And I want to give a special shout out to Stealth Mode Motorsport. Shout out to my guy, Jarrett Rubio. Check out his podcast episode. Type in uh, Jarrett Rubio on iTunes. Podcast episode comes up. It's on this podcast about selling and business. Good shit. Good uh, motivation. Good motiv- motivational gems. Also, shout out to Closing with Corey, real estate agent locally. Shout out to my guy. Also, Chad's painting, pretty dope. He did the Joe Button podcast, pretty good painting. He's got some paintings on the way. We'll show you those down the line. Shout out to him. Oh, shout out to Jersey Champs, Sean Kelly, and also shout out to Dankstop, Louis C. My guy, Louis C., with the package. <clears throat> Instagram, Facebook was shut down yesterday. It felt good, actually, to not find a reason to look. But, like, you know when you're being productive and you pause to procrastinate? It just shows how addicted everyone is on social media. Because that feeling when I was, like, about to, like, stop what I'm doing to, like, look at my feed. Then I was like, holy shit. Like, this is so addicting, these apps, bro. These people know what they're doing. Let's get ready to rumble! Nigga, shut your ass up, man. I'm <laughs> I don't give a fuck, man. You are listening to Keep It in the Basement like most Italians. If you're not Italian, keep it there anyway. Well, that's cool because you're a fan. I'm a fan, too. You know what I'm saying? And I think, to, to me, fans make the best interviewers. You know what I mean? Like, Because we're asking the questions from a fan perspective. When you're a true fan and you follow the artist and you study your artist and you know an artist's music, you know an artist's background, you know the questions 
the right questions to ask because you're asking questions from a fan perspective. And not only that, the reason you said that you're able to talk to uh, your favorite artist for an hour, it's not that you're able to talk to them for an hour. It's you're able to listen to them for an hour. It's a yeah. difference. See, a lot of interviewers don't listen. See, I'm a listener. I like, yeah. like a lot of interviewers that have 20 questions, and all they want to do is get through those 20 questions. But the yeah. truth about it is, if you ask me a question, if I ask an artist a question, and the artist answers me, if I'm listening, I'm probably going to get something else out of his answer that I want to ask him. And that's what a conversation is all about. Hello? Hello, Sipes? Hey, what's up? Hey, what's going on? This is Mike Sweeney. Sweeney. What's up, dude? Mike Sweeney, the idiot. Got it. What, what radio? Basement. Keep it basement, like keep it, like keep it in the house. Keep it yeah. basement radio. Okay. Yeah. All right. All right. Uh, hey, what's going on? It's your boy Little Dicky. Shout out Mike Sweeney, Swain, and Keep It Basement Radio. What's up, guys? This is Mickey Gall. You're listening to Keep It Basement. Keep it basement. Thank you, money. How you guys feeling? <laughs> Good. Good. All right, you guys ready? I'm sorry. Okay. Let's do this shit. Let's do oh, yeah, it. Hello. Cool. Testing, testing. Oh, I'm so in the zone, dude. Like, you're not Put even... That closer. <laughs> yeah. Definitely out in this one. You're out? You sure well, no, just, just on the left side. <laughs> basement. Hey. Keep Basement Podcast. We're here. Back. Usual. Mike Sweeney, Tom Zappi, Alex Nicholas. You Louis Coniglio. You good now, both ears? Yeah. Oh, we're good. Uh, hey, Edison, guys. Hey. Guy hey. is joining us hey. from hey. Dang Stop. <laughs> Fucking Zappi. Marijuana it. product <laughs> retailer. Uh, Please introduce yourself. Anything you want to say? How big your cock is? Anything? (laughs) What the hell? (laughs) Sorry, I'm looking back at your at your business one more time. I don't want to promote you, market you as the wrong thing. Oh my god! One of the fastest (laughs) growing online smoke supply retailers. Supposedly, yeah. Supposedly, okay. And this guy didn't smoke that, yeah. No, I didn't. Yeah, man. I did last night, but not not now. I feel like you wanted to. I feel like you. I did. I did. But I'm like a like I'm like a. I can't do that often. Or I will freak out. You guys look pretty. Good. Yeah, that intro <laughs> intro is a fucking train wreck. <laughs> <laughs> Want to redo it? Redo that intro? Nah, nah, that's cool. Lu- how do you Louis want to go by here, Louis man. C? Louis C. Dang stop! I already did this. All Louis C. Well, Dang stop! Pretty bad. I'm gonna be Yo, honest with you. But that you, you're but, talking to him about the sad while I'm trying to start. Yo, but that's like a branding miracle too. Just like yo, the thing with Louis C. K. happening, but like Louis C. is like he's the good one. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> Rest yeah. In peace, Louis. Uh, uh, yeah. Psh, he's back. Yeah. I hope. I don't know. All right. Since that was all fucked up, apparently, I thought it was fine. Um, <laughs> again, Louis Coniglio of Dankstop. I'm hoping I pronounced your name correctly. Um, New Jersey product marijuana product retailer. Reword that if you want to. Um, is here to join us. <laughs> he brought us a giant fucking care package. Yeah, we thought thank you. Were, you we thought, man, he, he, Mike said you're gonna like bring a couple things. We thought like maybe like literally one or two things, and then we see a giant like package with bubble wrap. Which is good guy. Like, yeah, good very, dude. very good. I, w- I wanted to make promo. sure that you guys had all the right tools that you need. <laughs> I know how, I know how hard life does. is, uh, you know, this day and age, so we need tools. Thanks, man. We appreciate it. Appreciate you coming on. Seriously. Should have brought some bitches. Tools. He brought here. the whole village, man. I know. <laughs> it's everything. But uh, thank you for coming on. Christmas, dude. Mm. It was Christmas today. Yeah, fuck yeah. So um, the other day, Instagram and Facebook and Google were all, like, down and all fucked up. Yeah, yesterday, yeah. Um... Is that is that a huge problem? Like, does that mess up your business, or you think a lot of people's business now, since a lot of it's social media driven? Uh, I mean, to be honest, I definitely think it messes up a lot of people's businesses, not ours in particular, just because a lot of our sales don't really come from Instagram. Uh, we get a lot of our branding out of Instagram, which is great, uh, but a lot of the sales don't derive from Instagram. It's usually uh, well, it's all Google. 
You know, like you mm -hmm. have to rank on Google. Uh, with us in particular, we uh, can't pay for ads uh, in this industry. We're banned and blocked from ads. Uh, some of them get through. It's kind of politics at the, this point. Uh, you know, if you're in front of a computer right now, if you Google bongs, try and Google bongs, see what comes Everyone up. Everyone Google bongs. <laughs> Yeah, everyone Holy Google shit, bombs. Wait. <laughs> bombs what? Uh, Google bombs. Trump comes up? No, I'm kidding. That's idiot on, on uh, Google. Yeah, let's see. Google just calls All you right, a so fucking right now, hippie. for me personally, I just Googled bongs and, and no ads came up, right? Okay. But if you go and you Google uh, makeup, for example. I got a crack pipe that came on mine. <laughs> that might be your actually your crack personal one. Yo, Walmart sent me that uh that fucking chartreuse cat from uh You were saying though, Louis, people check social media. Like if you're That's like verified. Weird. I don't I don't know why uh, no 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 ads are coming up for me right now, but usually there's 3 to 5 ads from Google. So I don't know if it comes up for you if you Google I anything Google like it all shoes. Time. Well, uh, yeah, 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 you get the Google Instagram ads, right? too. Yeah, yeah. So we can't pay for those ads. Those ads are where all the money is at. Is that because I mean? of your product? Yes. People really and there's a tight restriction on you for that? It, yeah, it's with all people who are selling your kinds of products, or yeah. you specifically? No, no. Because er it's everyone, still it's still a gray area business. Yeah. So, hmm. but it, but it's actually you know to me it's more politics at this point too because you know. I, I'm sure if anyone actually just did what we asked them to do and Googled bongs, uh, some of them are going to get ads that yeah. pop up and people are paying for those ads and getting those ads through. I could even show you screenshots of Amazon having ads uh, saying like bongs or whatever, but I don't think that somebody is personally making those ads because I think that Amazon has automated that process already mm. uh, for the ad making. So they, it's just automatic at this point. They have million dollar campaigns and it just runs through. But that just goes to show you the stronghold that these corporate companies, these really super rich corporate companies have over the little guys, you know what I mean? Well, like we, we would have to trick them in order to put our ads up. Yeah, which, definitely. Which sucks. But you were Holy saying people shit. check social media if you're verified, like because like say if someone wanted to buy a product and Instagram was down, they would they wouldn't be able to check you out at that moment. So they so bought the capital on like just the word bong, just like on the yeah Jesus. Yeah, I mean, well, not listen. It, if you have a solid website and and you're focused on user experience and you're focused on the customer and you're doing the right thing you're going to usually rank well on Google but just the fact that they have this this stronghold I guess you could say on companies and mm. everything for that matter in this day and age it's very interesting like I'm I'm definitely curious to see what the future looks like uh, in terms of Humanity and the internet and I got everything. Some, I got know? something it's that annoys crazy. me. Holy shit, well, my, my mind's blown. Louie, on my YouTube page, they kill half my advertisements because they're adult. They're not fr uh, family friendly. It's all adult content. So the porn interviews, like, I'll get a ton of views, but yeah. I only get a certain amount of ads because no advertisers want to pay for it. I guess they don't use that, you know what I mean? Because it's adult content. YouTube censors a lot of shit. Yeah, well, that actually, it's funny that, that you mentioned... Me. It's funny that you mentioned the porn industry because uh, Dankstop... And, you know, as far as like payment processing and all the issues and crap that we've had to deal with going up to this point, um, it's very similar to the porn industry. Uh, they've had they've incurred a lot of the same issues that we've had with uh, dealing with certain banks and credit card processing and all of this different 
uh, these different things. Didn't you say your bank took your money away from you or like they wouldn't fund something? Yeah, I read, read somewhere. Uh, well, uh, yeah, no, nah, they, they didn't take our money away. They, they, they froze our money for a little while. Uh, in the beginning of the business, it was probably like, I want to say like a year and a half, two years in, uh, we were banking with uh, PNC Bank. Uh, shout out to PNC Bank. That's my bank. Uh, That's my bank. And they just decided that they were going to pull the plug on our bank account uh, because they didn't like the nature of our business. Wow. So they decided oh, to wow. shut down our bank account. It had approximately like I don't know, like twenty two thousand dollars in it or something like that at the time. I forget the exact number. It's about twenty one thousand more than mine. Yeah, yeah and it and it was I, I think it was on like a Monday or like sometime in the beginning of the week, and we were doing payroll on a Thursday, so it was right before payroll. We couldn't even make payroll that week. I literally had to go and get like. Fifteen twenty thousand dollars out of my personal bank account, put it in the business account, and loan it to the company while we waited for two weeks for them to send us a check for the exact amount of money that they closed the account down with. So, it, it, it's just a lot of crap, and like that's only one aspect of it. You know what I mean? Like that's not even the payment processing aspect of it. Which you know, you could ask my business partner Felix. Like we've had to deal with so much crap as a result of that. We've had them, you know, hold our money in uh, in reserve accounts. Like at one point, they had two hundred fifty thousand dollars of ours in a reserve account that you know we're still paying Holy taxes on that money, yeah. you know what i mean we, that, that they the government thinks we have that money now we got to wait for them on a revolving account to give us our money back and <laughs> you know you can't talk to anybody <laughs> about it you shit. can't bitch about it like there's nobody you could call like you know what i mean like let uh, how do you get out of the negative light the weed industry it's like there's like you're they put a hole on your shit anyway right uh, it is what it is, bro. You gotta fucking persevere, and you gotta make it, and you gotta just keep right going. Now. You know what I mean? And 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 hopefully you make it. You know. And if you don't, you learn a bunch of shit, and you're mad confident because you dealt with a bunch of shit that no other business owners have to deal with. Like you know a bunch of things that other people, regular people, wouldn't know yeah. because they just never had to deal with it. It's just not a thing that they you, went. Through. So you got the well, balls you, to do it. Yeah. I was just gonna say he's had the balls to do it, uh, so you're good. You're being successful at it. But like, what about when it becomes legal? Are you scared of competition, or is it gonna help you more in like New Jersey if it does become legal? Uh, I mean, well, first off, I don't know if you guys read yesterday. I actually said that I'd send you the article, so I'm gonna pull it up right now. Pull but, up. Uh, I read they passed a bill. There are the bill is going to Phil it's Murphy coming. too and coming. Yeah, it's coming. I got. Very, I read an article about that. Good or bad? Is that good or bad for your business? Would you say or has <sighs> comp, pros and cons? You know, honestly, like it could go either way. Uh, I'm I was hoping. Gonna, yeah. I'm hoping that it's going to be good. Uh, I'm hoping that it's going to open up doors. But who knows? It could crush us too. Because the know state could I mean? take over. You're saying? Yeah. Who, well, I don't think I wouldn't be worried about the state taking over. But I'm just saying that like a lot of people are going to want to enter the space. A lot of people that have millions of dollars already and just yeah, like tax like they, they're set up. You know. I mean like maybe they're in a different industry but it's like not really a big deal for them to switch over to this line of product gotcha. you know yeah. what I mean and like mind you like we have the connects and have done the research and like have all the know-how so I definitely think that we're valuable but at the end of the day uh it's all about having your own proprietary product you know what I mean so that's why like now we've been really working on the core of the company uh and just we have a few different things going now that I think uh within the next year or so uh, hopefully it's going to put us in a way better position and, wow. and, and, you know, we'll see how the company expands from there. My dream, honestly, is for Dankstop to be uh, a retail dispensary. Like, yeah. that is my dream. Like, would, would, you, to, would you have to stay in New there. Jersey? Would you go to Vegas? Uh, I would stay in New Jersey or I would go to New York. You know what I mean? Like, honestly, gotcha. like, w what I think is that uh, Dankstop is a way better dispensary name than it is 
uh a, a head shop, you know, and I actually kind of yeah. think that like head shops and smoke that's what shops, you labeled as a lot online when I was looking at yeah, you yeah, because that's like the name, like head shop or like or was, like smoke yeah. shop or whatever, and it's yeah. like it's so old school, like people don't even know what that smoke is. Shop, so like yeah. to me, like right now, the only thing keeping from uh, keeping dispensaries around here at least uh, from selling those products is just like silly like old laws and whatnot. Like I kind of think that traditional head shops or smoke shops. Uh, are going to have to transition into different types of businesses because these dispensaries are going to start selling these products now. So it's like, what's the point of that place? Right. You know, unless it's like a consumption lounge or if it's a dispensary that sells weed. So like, I'm definitely very interested to see how the future goes with the layout of consumption lounges and just how the how, how that's going to work. You yeah. know, like what are the laws going to be? Like we could definitely look at some of the other states that they're they're legalizing stuff for, but. Uh, it's definitely going to be different in Jersey. Like Jersey has some of the strictest uh, weed laws that there is. Yeah, yeah. Well, I was going to say I don't know what you want to say, Mike. If we're going to you were going to you want to break down more so how how this got how you got started, like or, oh, yeah. and and because if I don't know for anyone who's listening, but we tried. I've already started to talk about what you are, what what the company is essentially, but people might not realize how you got into it or, or how yeah. successful you already are. Yeah, man. Um, it's it's kind of a long story, so I'll try and definitely sum it up as quickly as I can. Um. Okay, so I was living in New York. Uh, I had moved to New York because I had gotten into the New Jersey Carpenters Union. Uh, I was an apprentice. It's a five-year apprenticeship program. Uh, I decided during that time that you know I wanted to change my life a little bit, and my brother had just opened up another uh, pizzeria in New York. Shout out Nino. Specifically. Mm -hmm. Yeah, shout out Nino Caniglio. From hey, the pizza shout crew. out Nino. Um, yeah, so he opened up a restaurant in Williamsburg called Williamsburg Pizza. Uh, and, you know, I kind of just was like, fuck it. You know, I'm going to go and change my life a little bit. I'd lived in New York uh, at one point, another point um, in Marine Park. But uh, this was a few years later. And I just felt comfortable going back there and kind of checking it out. And, you know, not for nothing, but like I've always been kind of like an entrepreneur spirit. So I really was intrigued uh, to see the pizzeria start up because like I saw the first one start up. Uh, he had a first one like a few years earlier in, in Marine Park. Uh, but this one was a little bit different. Uh, he was like way more experienced at this point. So I, I definitely got to see that uh, full force, like the first Williamsburg pizza pop off. And now they have uh, six locations. Shit. Uh, so, Killing you know, it. they've wow. definitely been been leaving their mark uh over the last five to i think it was like seven years ago i forget i forget what year they started but uh yeah whatever the case so i ended up out there uh i was doing the carpenters union thing uh, i ended up uh scoring some jobs in new york but i also was working at the pizzeria just like doing odd ends over there mm. um and i also started doing uh digital marketing on the side so i started uh building Instagram pages, uh, and I had never really been in marketing before. Like I'd never really considered it. Uh, I was a college dropout, you know. Like I went to community college. Uh, I went to Middlesex for a little while, and just mm. didn't work out. I was too busy uh, selling weed and hanging out with my friends. Um, <laughs> yeah, how do you become a carpenter and then start digital marketing? Because li life, man, you know, like life just happens, and I feel like you know, wild like, transition. Crazy <laughs> Well, listen, in those wow. in those years, you're really finding yourself, you know, and it's like Still really are. important. Yeah, we still are like every day, like everybody in this room is like still finding themselves. We don't know who we're going to be in the next 10 years. Like we kind of maybe do sort of, but like not really. Right. Uh, and with that being said, it's like, 
I don't really feel like high school prepares you for the, the no. trajectories and shit that you face in life Not uh, even that you need to grow and become the person that you want to be. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like, let alone or you're going to be like, I don't know. It's just kind of crazy. So like, that's why I think going to New York was really important because I was doing like a lot of different things at the time and it was going to be a real great testing experience. So I recommend that to anybody who's young. If there's anybody listening to this that is young, go out there, try things, uh, put yourself in awkward situations or situations that you're not necessarily the most comfortable with in terms of like business or learning or skills or whatever and just go out there and fail, man. Like you got to like... That that's it. Like that's the game, right you there. You hear that like, intern? Go out there and try a bunch of different <laughs> shit. Do as much as you can, and that's really how you're gonna find yourself. Because a lot of people they don't go out and try things, and that's a real problem in, in this generation. Like people, you know, they they want like an automatic response for something, and life's just you know not automatic like that all the time. Right. Especially when it comes to learning something or mastering a craft. Or, or if you're an artist of any sort, you know, like actor, comedian, uh, contemporary art, like whatever it is, like it, it, it's just, you know. Dank stuff. Start in a basement. How did you uh, evolve? Okay, so yeah, so basement? let me get back to it. I kind of, I kind of trailed off. So nah, uh, but but that was a gem and it's finest, bro. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so check it. Go so out there and fucking fail, son. That that's really yes. it. That was the, some of the best advice that I ever got when I was about 21, and I'm 28 now. So. Uh, it's it's carried with me. Uh, so I was in New York. I was doing digital marketing. I was working at Nino's Pizzeria. Shout out Nino. I was uh, you know doing the Carpenters Union thing, and it was cool. It was a nice little experience. Um, I was there for about like two years, I believe, and uh, I, I kind of just started figuring like, yo, like why am I building other people's Instagrams up? Like why am I doing this for other people? Why not just do it for something that's mine and like start some sort of business off of it? So I, I got that in my head for a little while. I kind of experimented with the idea of starting some sort of clothing company or whatever. And funny enough, I know you guys said that you know um, my boy Hip Hop Mike. Yeah, uh, shout out Hip Hop Mike. Mike. Um, I had actually approached him about starting a a clothing company i was like yo bro like i know how to build instagrams now like you know mike actually had been one of the original people that got me into instagram in the beginning and like kind of started like help like start my digital marketing career him and my brother evan were like hip to the shit because they're both like in the music industry uh shout out evan coniglio uh professional bass player that's my older brother um he's the shit he lives in shout out to drew tresco yeah shout out drew (laughs) we love you drew uh, Cowbell Drew, shout out Carly. Um, Whole fam. Yeah. So anyway, um, yeah. So I got into it, and like I was just like, yo, like I wanna, I wanna do my own business, and I didn't really know what I wanted to do. Uh, Mike was really busy at the time. Mike's always really busy, yeah. uh, so he wasn't really with the clothing idea. And I decided to hit up my childhood best friend, Felix Hyken. Uh, shout name. out Felix. Shout out Felix. Um, and you know we kind of started he 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 noticed what was going on and like he was in college at the time so like he was hip to the funk with like snapchat like he's hitting me up like while he's in college like yo lou like did you you know see this new app snapchat or whatever i honestly guys like no offense snapchat but like i've always hated snapchat see them titties yo Uh, (laughs) me too i was never a snapchat fan yo girls Uh, love snapchat like that was the only reason i had it like 
Sean Kelly was saying Snapchat helped. They'll give you a Snapchat before their number, like just like. But bro, that was the whole mystery and the whole they like, still do. like the whole point of Snapchat was like so it's they could do dirty things, you know, yeah. with people that they don't yeah. know and not have any accountability. Yeah, yeah, premium true. snaps. Premium true. snaps is a wild business. Check out my premium snap. <laughs> but um, nah, but like you know how girls be playing is super innocent too. Like you just get in like f- photos and like videos of them like eating cereal, and it's just like all right. Next whatever. thing you know, they're like, dildo blasting themselves. Four yeah, snaps later, shout out right. Cocoa Puffs. Nah, that's now, dude. Back in the day, like they they treated it like <laughs> courting. It was weird. So you were, did you I did like a lot of dick pics from guys like Zappy? I kept sending girls dick pics. I all did time. a lot, yeah. You did? I I well, Mike would send me. I've never sent a dick pic. <laughs> Mike would send no, me the I fake have, dick pics that he has, and I would send out the fake dick pics that Mike has you, on his phone. I'll Zappier never Zappier unsolicited. Zappy froze. You froze Instagram. Oh, man. Zapier froze Instagram. He, sent, send, he kept sending nudes to women so on the DMs. So that was you yesterday? <laughs> yes. He calls the crash. That's my 13-inch. Breaking news. That's huge. That's huge. That's my 13-inch. Congratulations. We got a couple followers off. 13-inch. Yeah, was you, dude. 13, yeah. But Jeremy, step aside. Sean Kelly did said he did say Snapchat helped him at one point, but now it's kind of not as good as it was. Shout out Sean Kelly. Jersey Shout Champs. out Jersey Champs. Uh, yeah. Shout out Sean Kelly. Has any celebrities backed your products? And like, who's your ideal customer and target audience? Uh, I mean, honestly, yeah, we've worked with a few celebrities. You know, I don't like the name drop. So, uh, but we we try Donald to Trump. <laughs> 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 uh, yeah, we. Funny, we actually got a Donald Trump pipe. Uh, you might like that. Damn, everyone's got <laughs> Donald <laughs> Trump. Donald Trump. Are you the guy who sells, sells Donald well? Trump coins and makes a lot of money? <laughs> no, 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 no. Who's actually, that? Wait, that. shout out Empire Glassworks. Uh, shout out Phil. I love you, Phil. Phil, good I name. need to know who uh, sells uh, Trump coins and makes a lot of money on it. They make Trump coins. Oh over yeah. The age of forty-five. Why are you buying Trump coins? I don't know. Wait, Trump has coins? Really? Yeah, I don't know. Are they like quarters or something? No, no, someone... Well, Sean, Sean Kelly, Kelly knows. Someone Sean Kelly knows. Sells, there, there's, sells no, there's no dollar value to that. I thought them. maybe you guys would know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you can't spend it. Like, <laughs> True. Also, collector's like, what are dank divas? Can I get the some The most stupid... He <laughs> <laughs> didn't even finish the backstory again. <laughs> what are the dank divas? I just want to know. I, you like, know, honestly, dank divas is kind of... It's kind of a discontinued project. It's like getting robbed and just giving the I did my research. My bad. A homeless guy rolls up on you. Yeah, I got some stuff. Give him the Trump coins. I was wondering if they were hotties, dank divas. Yo, if anybody, oh my God. <laughs> All right, guys, so check it out. <laughs> <laughs> the presidential pipe. Threw your money away. Well, <laughs> Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> that's oh, that's amazing. <laughs> oh, wow. There you go. Uh, you just smoke it out of his bit. balding head? Oh my God! It, it looks <laughs> not not it the looks w- like an exact replica, exact same skin color. Nah, the yeah, yeah the that's weed. A, that's the funny part about it. The weed know? covers the bald spot. I was gonna you say, know what yeah. I mean, yeah, you light up you off the bald, the bald spot. Yeah, you pack the. the bald. <laughs> yeah, I mean, so we we do uh, do a lot of business with influencers. To answer your question, um, we do a lot of digital marketing. We have to do digital marketing because, like I told you, we're not allowed to pay for ads and everything. Right. So the whole entire company has been guerrilla marketing. Okay. Um. And, and that's kind of just what it is, you know. And I honestly like that type of marketing better, to be be honest with you. Like, it be it would be nice to be able to use like Google AdSense and like pay for ads and sure. you know do all that. And mm-hmm. I would totally do it as soon as the window opens up. Uh, shout out Google. Uh, we just want we just want you guys to love us. Um, <laughs> shout out Google. Yeah, it's a rough relationship between us and Google. Like we like I really love Google. You know, like I just wish that like Larry Page and all them would love me as much as I love <laughs> them. You know, like. Shout out Larry P. What, what since you're a social media guy, what do you think the biggest trend will be in 2019, 2020? Wow, that's like, a big question. Um, like for business wise, social media wise, what would what advice would you give to people? Uh, 
for what people like what people that own their anyone own who's trying or? to yeah be successful on social media i would say I would just say create content, man. Like you have to create content around what you're doing and you have to just be out there and you have to be consistent and you have to be hustling and you have to be, you know, whatever it is that you do, whether or not you're a performer or like, you know, if you're a host, if you guys are talk show hosts, you have to be out there talking to people. You have to be out there researching. You have to be out there in the world knowing what's going on, discussing different topics, getting into debates with people, having good conversations. You know what I mean? How like, do you uh, cross the line with like trying to go viral, like kind of not like being your authentic self, but like kind of trying to be like putting popular stuff out there to creating great content that everyone will love? Honestly, I think if you're great, it's not hard to make viral content. It's just a matter of making the content and then putting it um, on the right platforms, you know, or on the right accounts. And getting exposed. Yeah, we were talking about the old style comedian stuff. We had a good combo today earlier. Yeah, that was want, a good want to get into that. Yeah, yeah, sure. Uh, like, what, do you, what do you want? Pretty much like what do you think, like how how to be successful as a comedian, hip hop person, like social media is your friend pretty much. You got to use it and utilize it like uh, Schultz was saying and a lot of people. I think it absolutely is your friend. Uh, I think that you need to sit down and create a proper content strategy and market it on effective channels that are going to help you grow your user base. I think that you need to be creative and come up with creative campaigns and, and, you know, do the right thing and put the time in. And like, honestly, that's all sweat equity stuff, uh, that, I believe is super important and I feel like if you do that in the beginning you'll actually start to make some money and you know monetize off of whatever your art craft is and whatever you're doing and then through that you have to invest that money back into yourself. Gotcha. With Dankstop, me and Felix didn't pay ourselves for the first year. Yeah, literally. We, ask you that, yeah. we didn't pay we didn't pay ourselves. It seems so like, like a common like, thing for entrepreneurs. Well, wow. you have to. There's no way and like shout out like to our parents because like we wouldn't have been able to do that if we didn't have the access to stay home. Shout out to the basement. Yeah, like shout out to start in a basement in New Jersey, you know what I mean? Like that Edison, New Jersey. You see like, that, listeners? You know, New Jersey we... basements is where stuff happens. Yeah, yes. seriously. Like I'm in this basement right so now. Like I feel like created. some shit's gonna happen here, man. If you guys <laughs> hopefully keep good pressing, stuff. <laughs> yeah, definitely. You know, no pornos or anything. Like I know how you. <laughs> not, not the feds coming through, getting all <laughs> confiscating all these bongs. Shout, shout out feds. <laughs> shout out six nine. Wait, so just to backtrack a little like bit, the cans. Just to backtrack a little bit. So like how? Like you said, because you were, you know, you weren't fucking around in college. You were selling weed and hanging with your friends. So like. You had this idea for this kind of business product, and you went to Felix and said, "I want to do this," or was it like a no, 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 no. So, okay, so let me get back to the story. So, basically, uh, I was living in New York at the time. Right. I was, you know, doing these different jobs. I learned how to build accounts. I hit up Felix. I was like, "Yo, man, like we should start a business." You know, I didn't have a business type in mind or a niche in mind okay. yet, and it just so happened at that time that I was about to get rid of my apartment in Queens. Uh, and he was moving back from West Virginia cause he had just graduated. Uh, so we were both going back to the Edison area. Uh, so, you know, we started meeting up for a few weeks and, you know, discussing different business ideas. And it was really interesting because at that time it was right when Denver had legalized and oh, Felix damn. and I like were always potheads like yeah. through, <laughs> through, through high school, you know what I mean? Like we always smoked and like, that was our thing. And like, you know, like we didn't really drink that much. And like, I feel like the opinions of, or, or, or just the stereotype of like the stoner mentality or whatever is so fucking stupid. Uh, you know, like we weren't idiots. Like we were business people. We were about our money. We were about our relationships, our friends. You know what I mean? Like literally none of the, the stoner shit that i see on the internet don't get me wrong like i'm all for comedy like i love comedy but uh 
you know, it is, it is what it is. Like, I feel like it's silly. So anyway, we started meeting up and, uh, we stumbled across the, the weed business. Uh, obviously we couldn't sell weed. So, right. um, it's illegal Fe- folks. Yeah. Felix had actually made an account, <laughs> Not for long. uh, <laughs> called Dank of the week. And Ooh. I think, uh, I an think Instagram account? yeah, an Instagram account. It was called Dank of the week. Right. right. And he made this account and he told me what it was. He was like, yo, I made this Instagram account. Uh, it's called Dank of the week. And I was like, that's such a fucking stupid name. Like, what the <laughs> fuck is that? Like, I started gunning him immediately. <laughs> and, uh, Didn't one and, make Reddit? Well, here's the thing. He w- he's a huge Reddit head. Uh, Dude, everyone, people love Reddit. Go ahead. And he got, th- that's the reason why he made the account, because he read, like, an AMA. I forget who the AMA was with, but it inspired him to want to do some sort of, like, affiliate program where we could basically be, like, an affiliate for weed. We could, like, review weed or whatever and then, like, put it out there and build, like, a huge social media account for that. Smart. And I was like, eh, that's fucking stupid. I didn't like the idea. And I, uh, I had found a picture of a vaporizer uh on social media because like when we when we came across the weed niche uh i was just about to move back from queens so i started doing a bunch of research on the weed niche on instagram and it was so great there was this underground community of like all these stoners and people that were like in multiple different places in the (laughs) world all putting their shit out there posting pictures doing all this stuff and like you gotta understand man like I've been like arrested multiple times for weed, like three, four times in my life. Allegedly. Um, allegedly, yeah. Like I, I've never been convicted of anything. <laughs> uh, you know, shout out my attorney. Um, hey. And you know, like it, it is what it is. But like I, I was used to being treated like a criminal, so you know, seeing all of this online and on Instagram of all places on this new hip platform that like nobody knew was going to be as big as it is today yeah uh it really gave me an upper hand uh on networking you know what i mean like i got access to like some of the most in my mind influential people in the whole world whether it be in the marijuana industry whether it be in the entrepreneur industry whether it be in you know the fitness space yeah like i have met and worked with legends Uh, and I, and that kind of, I guess, could answer your question that you asked me before on like, how did I change my path so much on that? I just got introduced to the right people and found out what I liked and started exercising, you know, my skill sets for social media. It seems I've I've done a lot of research entrepreneurs. It seems like a lot of these guys, these marketers have several accounts. Is that the way to go? Like if one doesn't make it, they stop it and then create a better one. Everyone I've talked to who's successful on social media is like, yeah, I made like eight accounts before like six accounts. Well, it depends on what your business is. You know what I mean? Like if your business is social media and your business is accounts and like your business is ads and selling ads on those accounts that you have, then yeah, have a bunch of accounts. But at the same time too, I've seen a, a bunch of people that have like six accounts and like they're just not ran well and you're better off having two accounts or or three accounts and just make them dope and have really dope content and care about the people that you're serving that content to and i I swear to god if you care about them they'll care about you and that goes with anything you know and like uh you know shout out to like what we were talking about before with like you know older comedians or whatever people who uh don't really believe in advertising on social media and thinking that it's like bunk or whack or whatever I think that's whack. Yeah, Zappy, talk about that. I think think that if you're good and you're dope and, like, people like you, 
uh, you should be putting your stuff out there and you should be marketing your stuff and you should be focused on spreading uh, your gift to the world and you should be focused on getting your name out there by any means necessary as mm-hmm. long as it is good for your morals. Uh, and then that's it. Like, and that's straight <laughs> up it. Like, get your shit out there. Same like, time, your, you got to practice on your craft and do what you got to do. Like, on every the stage, night, you know? every, uh, if you can, every night, get your, get your 10,000 hours, man. That's but same time, still, why not be open to promoting because people got to find you, you know yeah. what I mean? Do you think you can even uh, start a successful business being an entrepreneur in, right in today's day and age without use of social media at all? Absolutely not. You need social media. Like I, unless you have some sort of like person or somebody that's going to bring you to the top instantly mm-hmm. through some sort of median, it doesn't just happen. Like people don't just like wake up and and they're famous for whatever their craft is you know what i mean like look at cardi b like cardi b is one of the most successful artists in the whole world the whole entire world like almost instantly but like people don't understand that it wasn't instant you know what i'm saying like she was behind the scenes working her fucking ass doing stripper comedy well i mean whatever whatever it is like (laughs) i used to see her at the clubs back when i stripped no i I remember i remember instagram cardi b yeah that was cardi b at its raw i did not never heard the name cardi b till about a year and a half ago he's super white but like like my my skin my niece who's 13 knows cardi b from the super bowl or from her radio but like people who are on social media engaged know her from the comedy version of cardi b well that's the thing she she got huge off of that and then leveraged it into a music career and it fucking worked famously it seems like the two things that work in entertainment is to talk about what's popping like an academics adam 22 like no jumper or to um do it kind of like music way cardi b or fat boy type thing you know what i mean you got to talk about what's hot what's relevant or just go viral with certain things, you know. Seems like the way to go. Or because uh, people, De Suze and Mero. Yeah, like they that trajectory both. is really good. Because people you don't know, care. Started like, on YouTube, got picked up by Showtime. If you're if Amazing. if you're not big, right. people don't care what you have to say a lot of times. But even if it is good shit, you got to talk about fucking R. Kelly or not fucking R. Kelly, but you got to talk about <laughs> R. Kelly, Michael Jackson, trending topics to get your opinion in there so your voice is heard through different channels. You know. Yeah. So yes, talk about rape and pedophilia. Man. Oh man, no, but what a transition. Oh, I'm just, I was yes. giving an example. But how'd you get the name Louie on Instagram? I feel like because yo, I, that's crazy I, that you got that you got. Who did you fuck to get that? Louie. Who'd you Who'd you know? Wait, what do you mean? Because I know a guy named Charlie. Oh, uh, the display name. Co Charlie. Name? No, his yeah, his Instagram, his at, his you know, at is just Louie. Do you know you Charlie Rocket? Louis there are in the world. I I, I saw that. Charlie. I I, I kind of know Charlie. We good we're not story. like friends, yeah, but yeah. he's he's a real good dude. Yeah, definitely. Uh, I I. You know, shout out Charlie. When you uh, got at, at Louie, it reminded me of that. Yeah, like he he's a really good dude and his journey has been super inspiring yeah. and like he's gonna continue on and it's really awesome Definitely. to see him out there his, achieving his, his dreams. His come up story is crazy. Who, yeah, Charlie? Bro. Yeah, Charlie's I know, yeah, I know him. yeah. Um okay, so I'll answer that question and then I'll get back to it because I ADD'd out. Um, <laughs> I I if I tell you I gotta like kill you or something, bro, like oh, I can't I tell you how asked. I got, yeah I can't tell you like you I gotta, gotta know to someone from Louis. Instagram because Charlie said he knew a, his, a girl recommend Wait, from well, Instagram. I'm confused. Why is it a whole thing? No, because no, at, at a first name <laughs> you'll automatically get more followers. Do you get it? Like at I Charlie can, can I get at, at Tom. No, you're fucked. No, nah, you don't. I don't. I wouldn't say that. Okay, you automatically. It, it shows you're more followers. It shows you're more important on social media. It's just everybody else that has the name Louis is like base like Louis in their at is basically marketing him. Like I get it. Yeah, but then. You have, the, you have a the top name. of the pyramid Instagram, of Louis Instagram on Instagram. Instagram saved uh, tr- it's at Charlie for Charlie. They saved it. They had it on hold. They don't give it to anybody. You Yo, can't just have it. Louis C.K. doesn't Louis. even have Louis. <laughs> <I know. laughs> okay. Oh, oh, and they, uh, oh, 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 oh. oh, yeah. 
Oh yeah, because then you have a display a display yeah, name that's separate that'll only come up on the profile, yes. right? But it's at fucking Louie, yeah. dude. Oh, that's amazing. I'm I wish I could have at Alex. Like basically, basically. <laughs> I you, wish it could be at Alex. I don't know. If, uh, yeah, I guess. I guess. That's do you cool, do you go hard with dang stuff on your oh, app, Louis, so or just kind of do something different on yours? You try to uh, yeah, you keep them separate. Because like, I don't really promote a lot on my at Louis account. I mean, like, I do sometimes. It just depends mm. on on what's going on. Uh, like, we were at the trade show in Las Vegas a couple weeks a ago, um, and we were there with our our wholesale brand highlife.com shout out highlife.com if you need any wholesale yeah if you, if you need any wholesale glass highlife.com is where to go if you need any drop shipping uh we offer our drop shipping program there um yeah so we were there and it was cool good vibes all around i put that up on the instagram but i don't go crazy with it to be honest i don't i don't like to get in people's face about it i'd rather educate people on my yeah. instagram yeah, sometimes you like and also at, at louis like uh you kind of be more motivating more inspiring in a way like because like at charlie and also like I feel like you're like someone who's younger is more likely to see an at like a first name. Well, you know what it is? It's like that's kind of like my vibe anyway. You know what I mean? Like I had that page like way before I ever had that at uh, as far as just like an inspirational type page where, you know, I basically just wanted to connect with people who were out in the world that I didn't know uh, at a time where, you know, I was kind of at a low point in my life and like I, I was looking for inspiration and I started that account and it gave me inspiration. It like I feel like it helped me go in the direction of starting Dankstop and and was it always at Louis or did it switch? No, I, I switched it. It used to be uh idealist. Gotcha. Um and that was what I was doing. I was just, you know, putting up inspirational gotcha. stuff. And then uh I ended up getting the name at Louis and then I switched over to that account and I personalized it a bit more and I definitely plan to capitalize a bit more uh, mm. with content on that account but that's a whole lifestyle you know what I mean like you have to really be putting money into content uh, talk about that how do you, yeah I don't it, understand that like concept people, putting okay, money people, into like people are Instagram like bro if, if you if you buy fake followers you're phony if you buy shout outs like you're a loser like people have told me that who don't understand social media that's and totally now true I'm, yeah yeah, bu- buying fake followers is totally whack. But what about shoutouts? Buying shoutouts is perfectly fine. Why? Why is that bad? That's marketing. I, if you're like, why would you pay? Like, like for example, like let's say that you had somebody that uh, you did business with, right? And they really love your podcast. Like they think it's amazing. And maybe they're a professional tennis player, right? And they have a huge following. Shout on out Instagram. to Serena. Yeah, shout out Serena. Like let's say Serena loved Keep It Basement, right? And she shouted you guys out in her story and did a swipe up. And that swipe up for whatever story or whatever uh, episode it was, hopefully it's this episode, uh, she puts it on there and you guys get a million views, right? Is yeah. that bad? No. Like, is that no. a bad thing? Like, no. I feel like the, that with that mentality that some of these people have, it's almost like that's a bad thing. Like, you get and called a sellout silly. in comedy sometimes. That's silly. That's like super whack. And you could tell me what you tell wiggity, me. Look wiggity, up the wiggity, definition wiggity, of wack. sellout. <laughs> yeah, look up the definition of sellout. What is it? What's the you were saying it today. Uh, we were oh, in order to sell out, people gotta want to buy in. No, right? it's not even selling out. He was saying it's not, it, if you're doing something the right like something. I forget exactly what it was. I, that was a gem. I, re- I remember that. Yeah, we had a good talk for a while today. We had a great talk. Like I should've really, recorded I really that. enjoyed that. Yeah, we should have. Now he's high. We fucked up. No, it's fine, bro. Um. Uh, honestly, Sound bro, jealous. Like, it, I think that it, <laughs> I don't. Yeah, they. Uh, I mean, people don't realize it. 
that digital marketing. Why would you not want to re-promote yourself? Yeah. yeah. As long as you're not. But you shouldn't you're, you're, buy fake followers. As long as you're not followers. paying for anything. Oh, you're yeah, talking about the Chris I mean, if you're not, I mean pay, paying for fake followers is slightly different because you're not trying to get your name out there. You're trying to just automatically get people to come to your shit, not even knowing. What you're you trying are. to trick them, and I can, that's why I can see I think, fake followers. Instantly. Like so, if, so yeah, take that's that Serena why I example. Think, that's why. Well, that's why I think fake followers is whack because you're almost like tricking people, right? So Some like, people let, they, that's what people do. They'll trick people. They'll buy fake followers and then they'll go put a bunch of money into promotion and then they'll push real followers to their page while at the same time using the fake followers exactly. is almost like bait right, right? I was, and uh, that's what i think is whack that's i got a great example this hot girl posts sexual photos and stuff and she has fake followers i could tell and now she's promoted by certain companies for like bras and like underwear stuff well, and they bought that. into it they well, didn't they didn't realize she had fake followers and she doesn't translate you could tell like the comments aren't there yeah it's like a bunch of fake likes like people with the no accounts bot accounts and you could tell it's all like phony yeah and and, and that she's happens. getting money though isn't it, that's pretty fake you it's know? crazy yeah. it's crazy we live in a crazy world so like that's what i like i definitely wouldn't condone that but i condone you know if you're good and you have a skill and you're trying to put it out there in the world like get it out into the world by any means necessary you know what i mean like as long as it's up to your principles and your moral code uh, get it out there if you have the money if you have the time if you have the resources if you have the hookups if you have whatever go out there and find it you know what i mean like so many people like make excuses and you know like we were talking about it earlier like i i get what you were saying yeah. like with like you know comedy and like having to go in and put in the hours like i believe everybody needs to get their ten thousand hours that's a real Mastery. fucking thing you, have, you need to become a master of whatever it is shout out shout out malcolm gladwell and uh, robert green yeah and, like, yeah shout book. out malcolm uh, outliers at, uh, but at the same time it, it's very difficult to ha have somebody making that content while you're out there performing because you know what i mean like what are you going to do like there's only so much time in a day yeah time management's key yeah, you need time a team management is key you need a team and like look at cardi b we were talking about cardi b her team her is too. excellent like she had people around her that she trusts she had people around her that believed in her like you need people to come up and believe in you and push through with you and then you need to take care of those people like that's really essentially what the game is it's kind of like building a business like me and felix starting dank stop we're in a basement in New Jersey, packing orders, you know what I mean? Like, on a floor, Start. not even on a table. Like, you know what I mean? With, like, a fake, like... Hold on, I'll show you I'll show you what our... No, oh, by the way, this is who has Alex. Fuck's a nature up. photographer. Yeah, he's good. Like who did he have yeah, to like fuck to get that? No, I'm kidding. I Alex, <laughs> have you been taking nature photos again and not yeah, telling man. anyone? What the hell is this? Sorry, Who's guys. got Mike with three pictures of bald I'll, eagles? I'm going to get three. <laughs> I'm going to get Mike with three Wait, one Mike day. three. That's probably not even a thing. You should get that. No, it's there. It's probably there. And it doesn't make sense because that sounds Damn weird. it. Yeah, it's going to be Mike with three good eyes. Too. Oh, you were, you were talking about Kush Poppy. We're we allowed to talk about that. Like Kush Poppy. Um, and he up? got AirPods. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shout out Kush Poppy. With the blonde hair. Shit, Supreme Patty. I'm tired. Um. Yeah, shout out Kush. They wouldn't have made it without certain specific comedy pages shouting them out and all. So like the, well, the way they market it was very well because like it's a mixture. It's a mixture of making good content and putting it out there and getting people to view it. You know what I mean? And like obviously, everyone has their own definition of what good content is, and they're always gonna want to argue about yeah. that and go off on each other about that. But it is what it is, man. Like people teach his own. You know, like people thought Jackass was fucking stupid, and then they topped the charts and <laughs> broke whatever records genius. that they did, and it was genius. You know what I mean? So like, I feel like we're we're uh, watching an, our error lay out in front of us. Like yeah. Supreme Patty and all them are like the new Jackass. Like shout out Supreme Patty, shout out Mills. You know, like 
they uh they're doing their thing you know what i mean and like we're gonna look back at this like years from now and they're gonna be like this generation's jackass yeah you know and like whoever was jackass mm-hmm. like inspired jackass to become what they were i don't know who was before that i don't pretty really much your instagram's like the new tv with the igtv and everything. yeah exactly so like back to what you wanted to talk about as far as like you know like with kush like um i, I was with kush and uh hip-hop mike the other day and I was talking to Kush about it and like he's starting to get into like going and doing stand up. I saw. And that's amazing, bro. Like he w- he was never a stand up comedian before that. He just liked doing funny skits Reg- and funny content. Regular comedians would hate this. Well, but you know what it is though? It's like why? Because like he's do like to me like everything is an own its own art form, right? Like st- some of the best comedians that I know go to like improv uh, meetups and things of that nature. And I always thought it was really cool. Like the, f- the, com- the comedy improv I, g- I guess they shows. would think it's hacky uh, comedians over here. Like, improv? No, no. Well, Kush Poppy's starting comedy now, but he's already famous from social media. Sure. So um, yeah, well, they think uh, it's hacky. But what if he comes in and he's like he's he's perfecting his craft and he's putting in the time and I he's don't just trying to do it like good. Like I feel like I would love I to have it. He's doing it what Dane Cook did. It's looked down it. upon from someone who starts via uh, stand up and hater. goes the other way only because career, it looks your career comes padded. Like you could, like you could go viral off one video, right? And then you'll get a spot at a club because of that video. But, but if way. you're busting Stormy your ass, Daniels is doing stand up comedy. Yeah. yeah. Is it good though? I'd see your t- I'd pay to no. see your titties. No. Okay, so that's no, fine. You're, no, you, you're right. If the if uh whatever that guy was comes in Chris and Papa. he starts to do stand up and he's hardcore, he's like, All right, I'm doing stand up on a stand up comedian. Well, that's now. the thing. And like, he's practicing yo. and he's funny. Yeah. Hundred percent. But we've seen those viral guys come in and they don't have. They don't have material. They don't have whatever, and they're not good. So we can't. We're not hating on them. It's like you're not good at stand up. You're good at being talented, and making funny videos, yeah. but you're not good at stand up yet. You yeah. said some people yeah. hate though. Maybe Even you, some people get at me for. I hate. Yeah, I hate. Well, here's the thing. Some people like. I feel like you got to try it for maybe like six months to a year to figure sure. out if you really ha- can can develop your craft in that. But like somebody like Kush, like Kush is fucking hilarious, bro. Like if you hang out with Kush, like he is mad funny. He's always keeping people on their toes, like, and that's a beautiful thing. You know what I mean? Like I feel like the point of comedy. Oh, is to go him, and spread, yeah. spread joy, him, you know. Yeah. So like for 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 that situation, like I feel like he, you you mentioned it was like padding. Like I don't really necessarily think it's padding. I think that he had to go and like work hard to like build that following and bust his ass to put in that time. And like now he's trying the comedy realm of like stand up and developing a voice on stage. And it's either gonna work or it's not gonna work. But it's up to him to be self aware enough to figure that out and hopefully put in the time. Like you're out there performing. More multiple times per week you're putting in the time over and over and over and over again developing your my thing is it's the first show everybody's there to see him yeah i'm saying the first show everyone's there to see him that's where padding comes in and this is where like i'll like play devil's advocate is that he's already got the approval of the people of the people that are coming to see him they almost are coming to figure out more about figure out more about this person and they've already emotionally, uh, in, they're already emotionally invested into it, right? Versus yeah. uh, uh, an, a stand-up that actually started 
in front of a crowd of people that they don't give a fuck about him. I don't know this person from. Well, I feel a like stranger. that's almost better, bro. Like if I was a comedian, I would almost want nobody in the room to know who the fuck I am because I could just go in there and dice it up. You know what I mean? Like mm. I th- agree too, and they're, they're not gonna hate you if you yeah, suck. Yeah, like there's no expectations. Like I'm just a fucking guy, and I'm about to tell you some jokes, and you're either gonna like them or you're not gonna fucking like them. But they, I, f- I've, I feel I agree like with. your fans, are, like if you got fans, because I've seen. Like I've seen people that uh, they'll do a weekend, right? Mm-hmm. And the Thursday night is like their fans; it's their night, right? And Thursday they're murdering, and I'm like, damn, all right, this person's pretty funny. Then that Friday early show hits, where it's the local people that just always come out and buy tickets at the comedy club and stuff like that, and it is a bomb and a fucking half. And it's like. I feel like there's a bit of a distinct difference depending on how honest of of your like how honest your personal crowd is. Yeah. I think plays a part into it too. But like there's no reason in fuck Stormy Daniel should be doing stand up. <laughs> Bam Margera. <laughs> I mean, it's no, more so the opportunity. You get more opportunity. Really stand up? No, yeah, he's on a tweet. No, I'm right just now. saying. If you want to stand up, though, my it's thing more is so if, of a talk to the my the thing crowd is show. if you're famous and you want to do stand up, I would honestly respect it more if you showed up at just an open mic where that up. nobody knew you were going to yeah, be yeah, there, not people did. paying tickets Bro, to right. see you. Ron Jeremy did this. They just do. They just tell stories. You tell me if you think these people in this video are hyped. This is this is a. This is a text message with Kush that I sent him in uh-huh. the video um, when we were watching. Send him Zappy talking shit about him. I don't even know. I saw that. I saw that on uh, the internet. Yo, plug this in. Plug it in. Oh, we do have a phone out with you. Look, look at the crowd. Look how they react. Wait, we can listen. Well, are we gonna be able to hear it? Yeah, can you hear it? Yeah, but I can't see it. <laughs> Yeah, it's mainly for the video. Like, you got to see the crowd and, like, how hyped they are. Yeah, just give a play-by-play. Is this, is this a show he's doing stand-up? In Long this Island. is a show in Long Island. With Kush uh, Poppy and also uh, Supreme Patty, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fuck, I'd rather have that crowd. You don't even have to do great Okay, comedy. so so let's let's examine this for a second from, like, a psychological level, right? I'm, I'm with you on this. Wait, okay, wait, wait, so wait, these wait. people are fucking hyped right now. Right. And these people are the people that are going to judge the fuck out of you if you're whack. These are the type of kids that, like, they'll go up to you and they'll, like, spit on your face just to, like, get views on YouTube. You know what I mean? Some right. of these people that were walking around. like so like so These are different comedy I'm saying fans. that's his crowd? This is different no, comedy No, I'm fans. saying this is not comedy fans. You know what I mean? Like, but these people are hyped. So, like, yeah, maybe they'd go and show up to a comedy club if Kush wanted to go out there and, like, rock with them. And, uh, honestly, they he's doing that. He's headlining... The the whole thing like this is when he walked out. This is Kush walking out. This is him so, doing stand up yeah, yeah, though. So, like he just did like a, a little bit, like a like a you know like a five minute bit. Old time traditional comedians would be very bitter about this. See, so it's hard to perform to a crowd like that. But he went up there and he said what he wanted to say. You know what I mean? It's not polished. You can tell he's practicing. Yeah, he's practicing. And good for him. You Bro, know what I mean? That's beautiful. I say personally, I think he's better off because he's got money coming in on... Instagram ads, everything. You don't got to rely on one fucking thing. Yeah, bro. It's the best but way in terms of... Normal standards to get mad at that. Bu- and say, building well, a business, you know what I mean? Like, building a brand. Like, he makes content every single day and puts in the time. I, I respect it. And hopefully... He goes up and he kills it. It's really a Ryan Davis and, approach without and maybe being a stand-up comedian. He doesn't, and if he doesn't, hopefully he's self-aware enough to know that he's not 
Yeah. Killing it. Bro, comedians are doing this now. Look at Schultz. Look at Burt Kreischer. We're talking about. God. Keep saying he's these heart. I don't really know any who are going to show nah. like, Old school comedians got heart. What does yeah. that mean? Yeah. Like guys yeah. over the age of 40? What, what does that no, mean? No, 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 old school no. Comedians? I don't I'm get thinking it. this is somebody that's like. Every person I know. Just, every comic I know is putting their shit out. Like, like, like they're selling out like a venue like in terms of like like, like, a imp, like a DC improv or some shit like that. Like You can pack out a venue most deaf, but yeah. No, no, no. I can see right there. Yo, are these I guys do that. He's hosting. Yeah, yeah, are these host. guys fully doing Sam now? These Kush and the Supreme Patty, they stand up now? No, I mean they're not doing. They're not doing, doing stand up. I, I think Kush is starting. Kush, like he was saying, he, he no, but I can going. see that he got a crowd control. Like, like no, he walked out like right as the DJ stopped playing Shaq West, which is like nobody niggas do not want to listen to you. Yeah, they don't, <laughs> especially in that crowd. Like they, they're ready for them to come out. You know what I mean? But like, no, nah, he dead ass sat in it. He was like, shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> All right, cool. Like, now nah, he's got heart. It's smart though because he he's branding in a way where people are are forced to listen to him at a show instead of watching. No one's gonna watch his Netflix special right now. He's not. No. He doesn't have the audience. And he for shouldn't. That. But he he know. I'm sure he knows that. Yeah. And, and honestly, I think he's gonna be successful. Yo, shout out, Kush. Yeah, yeah. I think shout he's gonna him. make it. Like he's gonna. Okay. He, no. No. He's just gotta perfect I, it and 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 put in the time. Well, that all these other people are putting in, like, going out. Oh, no, no, no. And, he's and actually going to be, I could tell, he's already going to be getting up. Nah, you had me thinking, like, somebody was just waltzing into a sold-out uh, theater. Like, uh, I, uh, when he's right. already made it. No, I'm right. saying, I'm saying when that, that's what I mean. Like, like, like yeah. in that sense, like, people that big that they could just do that. Yeah. And I'm like, that's not an honest feedback he blew whatsoever. Up, he blew up pretty like, quick. You know what I mean? Like... Because uh, my uncle went viral a couple of years. When did he go viral? All those videos? Kush Poppy kept commenting because I saw because I thought he was already funny. This is when he was like at 40, 50,000 followers, not as big. And he kept commenting. I'm like, yo, man, big fan. Keep doing you. And like he liked the comment. He probably just liked every comment. But like you could tell it was him working in social media or uh, I think so. And uh, over time he just blew up and I knew he was already funny. But he had the talent to do it, but the exposure wasn't there. Like Sean Kelly said, how we need exposure, guys. So like he wasn't so huge. He was still pretty big. It was what, 2017, 2018 when uh, my uncle was on World Star. Shout out Hey Locker. And uh, he was commenting, Coach Poppy, on the videos. Because I probably to get more exposure, you comment on videos, I guess. It's like an algorithm thing. I don't know. Louis would know more about algorithms than me. Yeah, I mean, what are you asking as far as comments go? Um, Like, how does that work out? Like, like for instance, how do people sometimes get like ten thousands of comments when like? I mean, some some people are just that popping. Other people. Can you you have fake comment? Can you people have fake comments? For sure. Yeah, there's fake comments. Yeah, there's fake comments. Absolutely. Holy shit! You know, like they'll have like accounts that'll just comment emojis on things. Um, you know, like maybe like. Yeah, it's crazy. It's a crazy business. Uh, there's a lot of people out there faking it, and it's just about knowing who's real and what's good. And like, not only that, Instagram is changing so much. You know what I mean? The algorithm changes so much. Like, Dankstop back in the day, like in 2014, 2015, I was getting like 15,000 to 2,000 likes on photos. Like, now we have over double the following, and we're still getting those types of likes because Instagram has been changing the algorithm, and they're not letting you see the pages that you follow you know what i mean like they're taking back the control of their platform in terms of like the worst thing the worst thing for example to me that ever happened as a user on instagram is the chronological order thing like i want it to be in chronological order as a user like for example like most recent posts come up at the top yeah, yeah yeah like i want that that's why stories i think are so awesome now because it kind of like re brought back 
that thing back to Instagram, you know what I mean? Because yeah. it's in order. But like when it's not in order, they get to the reason they did that is so they could market to you. Yeah. And I've read artic- many, many articles and write ups on Instagram in general. Like Instagram is literally a money printer for Facebook. That's how it's been described. Mm-hmm. It is a money printer that they can just <laughs> go and get money from it whenever they need to because they make so much money marketing yeah. on Instagram. So by it, far the number one platform. And that's kind of crazy to me too. And I think that that's the reason why they're knocking us down because we're marketing on their platform and growing like crazy. And something in the algorithm is probably done to make that fuck us somehow mm. because fucking we're, not, we're not paying for any advertisements because we can't pay for them. So Instagram probably sees it as like, yo, this page is growing, but they're not paying us. Like, oh, let's not let there's more incentive their shit to be seen so that they'll Makes be more sense. likely to go and buy, right? So we'll show them even less. We'll keep pegging them gotcha. down until yeah, yeah, yeah. until That's they can't up. take it anymore and then they'll pay us. Right. And like, yo, shout out Instagram, shout out Mark Zuckerberg. I would love to pay you, bruh. Like, I would love to pay you. So, like, have your people talk to my people and, like, we'll set up an arrangement to pay Instagram, you know, if Put we that could. Clip, that'd, be. that'd be great. Like, yeah, Zuckerberg, we know you out here listening. Lu- like, yeah, Louis, like, uh, so you got to pay to play pretty much. Like, to pay, you got to pay to make more money. That's the business. game, man. That's the game. What if you don't have a product to sell, but you're entertainers like us? You oh, need so to pay. You still need to pay to play. Yeah. People have said this is lame to do. It's not. You're you're avouching this is okay. I think it's okay. I what think about that marketing is good? Is bot liking like say if you don't like so, like social media, you don't want to become addicted like everyone here. Uh, to do bot liking is that okay or is that questionable? Uh, I think it's suspect to be honest with you. I've always been against automation software. Um, I use it in certain cases. Uh, depending on like certain accounts that I'm working on or certain things that I'm trying to accomplish, but I wouldn't advise it. When to you, be honest, when you get you. verified, you you got to stop all that, right? Uh, yeah, for sure. I wouldn't. I would even advise stopping all of it before that. Like once you get to certain milestones that you set for your specific business or account or personal gotcha. brand or whatever it is, I w- I just personally never really messed with automation. Like for example, I never used any automation to grow Dankstop's following, and we almost have three hundred thousand followers. So would you sit on social media all day? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, you, yeah, and you're naturally addicted, right? I mean, maybe, maybe, I don't know. And <laughs> like, because like Sean Kelly was saying, when you get to 10,000, that's the name, the game changer. And recently, uh, someone, we interviewed someone big and they asked like, yo, I'm going to get you guys to swipe up. And I was thinking like, it's so embarrassing. Like, tell them I don't have a swipe up. I don't have enough followers. But I'm like, all right, yeah, promote us, man. I think and that's like, whack too, by the way. I think the it's swipe a, up. Yeah, that, that you can't you do the do swipe up. Yeah, you, you could buy you could buy ten thousand followers and swipe up. I know someone like uh, like that's so stupid. Who doesn't have real followers and they have a swipe up? How the yeah. fuck's that fair? Yeah, yeah. it's really stupid. That's so like, fucking, uh, yeah. do you try to get to ten thousand and like with, with, with bots and stuff, or you just say fucking just like stay at five hundred? I mean, honestly, like for all these podcasts out here, comedians, everything, entertainers. Uh, listen, you got to get creative. That's what it is. Get creative. Come up with some sort of cool campaign that'll yeah. get people involved. Do something in your local community. Go sponsor a show that you could do some sort of cool contest or giveaway at. Like, go do something. Go out into the world. Get people involved. Make them feel something, and then the results will follow. Don't just sit home, use your flashlights, interview porn stars. Do something, Mike. <laughs> but, uh... Uh, yeah, what was I? I was getting into some good. Oh, you wanted to talk about how you were like, because I, I was talking to you about how people aren't into all this marketing stuff. You were saying you want to do a six month experiment. 
talk about that. And then also you're saying how Cuba Basement should do comedy shows or different shows. It will definitely help, you think? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the um, six-month thing was interesting, Okay, so too. wait. So hold on. Time out. I feel like I got to go back real quick, and I got to finish the story about Dankstop because definitely. we stopped talking about it because there's just so much amazing stuff for us to talk about. So I'm going to clear that out real quick. Um, how we came upon Dankstop, I think I left off at I had found uh, a vaporizer. Uh, the vaporizer actually like looked like a pen. Um, and we were thinking about starting a vaporizer company. So Felix had found this uh, trade show that uh, was apparently popping off in Las Vegas. It, it was called Champs Trade Show. Uh, shout out Champs! It's a shout it's the Champs. one it's the one that I told you I went to the other day uh, in Vegas uh, with High Life. Uh, so that, that was, was in February. Our, it was just recently, right? It was just recently. Yeah, February twenty eighth, March. It, it was like two weeks ago. Yeah. yeah so, I saw the thing. so basically, uh, that was Felix and I's first intro to this industry. You know, it was amazing. Like we came from Jersey, like you guys. You know, like we were used to getting arrested for weed, and now <laughs> all of these people are doing it out in the open, selling bongs That's and vaporizers up, and shit. Like it's crazy. It was insane. So. Um, it was a real eye opener for us and it, it was amazing and we instantly wanted to get involved in the industry and we just wanted to figure out how. So I remember specifically coming back with all of this information, all of this contact info for all these glass pipe companies and vaporizer companies and everything. And we kind of just sat down and we were just like, yo, do we want to start a vaporizer company or do we want to start a head shop? We looked at the competitors in the head shop space and we were just kind of like, fuck it, man, go hard or go home. Let's start a head shop. Maybe that'll be better than starting just one brand and we could sell all these other brands and then we could make our own brands later. So that's what we did. And as a result of it, um, I started building out the Instagram. By the time that we launched on April 18th, uh, 2014, uh, we had about, I think it was like 25, 30,000 followers at launch, something like that. Um, and then it just grew from there. You know what I mean? I did a ton of strategic partnerships with like a bunch of really big influencers and famous people. And I just, you know, we kept pushing it. We started ranking on Google. Uh, ranking on Google is huge uh, when it comes to websites, uh, especially organically. Like, don't get me wrong. You could go and you could spend a ton of money on uh, the Google ads, but that's only going to get you so much and you're going to run out of money quick. So you want to rank Google, you want to rank organically, uh, because then you're going to have you know, some definite money coming in, and then you could use that money to reinvest it back into yourself and buy those ads gotcha. from Google if you're in a niche unlike us that you could pay for ads. Gotcha. Right, right. Now, is it passion over profit for you? Like, I know, like, like, how do you find out what truly meant for you? Like, like millions of people like smoking weed, and doesn't mean that they can or will run a weed-related business like you. Like, how do you find out, like, what your calling is, or, like, how do you find out, in a way, in your opinion? That's a really good question. Well, yes, I'm proud asked. of you for that. That was that was. I awesome. have good that's, questions. That's a really like that's the best question you've asked all night. I think uh, uh, you're saying I ask bad questions, right? <laughs> no, no, no. I'm saying I'm saying, I'm saying I'm saying both. I'm saying you you ask really good questions, but that was a really good one. Like that was heartfelt. You know, like no, I felt it is. It. Like, I always saying, ask about passion over profit. It's definitely passion over profit. 150 percent, kids. You hear you heard it here first. Passion over profit. Do what you love. Uh, but everything like, else will follow. You know, if, if, okay, if I told my mom or grandma or family member, yeah, mom, I like smoking weed. I'm gonna start a weed business. They'd be like, get the fuck out of the house now. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like, no one would believe you. Like they're like, like, okay, you like, like smoking weed? 
Like that's like me saying I like jerking off, so I'm gonna create a porn uh, like a lotion for. That's genius. I might I might take you. Yo, <laughs> yeah. start it. Start. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Though you get my example. Together, like, how bro. did you figure out? Like, lotion. okay, got to make a business plan here. Got to do this. I got motivation, inspirational questions. I know, I was gonna hit you with them at the end. That's why. Honestly, doing now. honestly, um, everyone's always gonna think you're crazy. People are gonna think you're crazy Definitely. if you're telling them that you're starting a podcast and they're not gonna believe in you True until that. you have strangers First celebrating. It's true. Strangers like us more than our own friends. That's straight up what it is. Like I literally have strangers that like me way more than my own friends <laughs> so like that's that's life you know Strangers what i mean like that's friends. what it that's what it becomes and like sometimes it's better because you could be your genuine self with those people with those strangers and they're going to accept you most of the time depending on the circumstances and that's a beautiful thing right there like that's like what the world is missing i think in a world full of social media where everyone's connected but less connected at the same time yeah, yeah. also mike you ask this to every guest passion over profit when we have entrepreneurs entertainers athletes on, comes to the heart say passion because nobody's going to be on here to say profit one, because they're going to be no, no. some job one, they hate. One rapper said profit, and he ain't even rapping anymore. Be <laughs> exactly, because he's some fucking hack. <laughs> he Who probably quit fucking, right uh, after he was on here little with little Takashi pump guy? He was like, ah, I always <laughs> do it for the money. Profit. Yeah. He's well, a dope rapper, but I don't well, I mean, maybe pop, popping, Maybe though. you inspired him to quit rap. Like you might have been responsible maybe he's, for that. I asked maybe everyone. Hip hop Mike said passion. I didn't even hip hop Mike on my radio show. 2013. For, for jerking yeah. off. Wait, now. you had him on it? Yeah, I had him on hip hop Mike 2013. Oh, dope! I got on the phone I and, and, to and I had him. He called me and talked forever way back in the day. Nice guy. And then I met with him at the Young Jeezy concert with Khalifa, and we were backstage. Yeah, yeah. Mike's honestly one of the best people. Like he. Um, he he's one of the few real hustlers left. You know what I mean? Like there's like not a, there's a lot of people that talk like they get it and talk like they're hustlers yeah, and works. talk like they work, but like that dude's like out there like outworking like some of the hardest workers that I know. I so think like, the the one Mike. thing, the one position though, as a radio person, I know you like love successful people and like want to network with big people who are big. It's probably hard. I'm not saying for him in general, for everyone. Like if I was to make it big, it's probably hard to still connect with the same people you're not your day ones but you know like the people like you probably think everyone's trying to get something out of you and it's hard to be it's hard to figure out who's genuine who's not that's a huge problem yeah i can I, tell he faces that problem yeah and and you know just from his post on social media and stuff. yeah 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 for sure and like i think that comes with the territory you know what i mean but like at the end of the day that's up to you to figure that out you know like i <laughs> i don't know whenever i personally face an issue like that i think back to when i was in the basement and like how many people were calling my phone back then not many and yeah i mean like honestly i've always been like a networker like i've always kept in contact with a lot of people but as far as like my close friends that i hang out with often um that's closed off like i you know a lot of my friends uh, my, my my friend relationships are 20 years plus you know what i mean yeah, so like i keep yeah. people around even, like, even if they don't fuck with the product at first right like i got friends who don't even listen to my shit but i've been close to them for 20 plus years you, you know? should you should harass them about that I, they, <laughs> they subscribe <laughs> and stuff but like they're not going out their way to always listen they're not yeah, huge yeah, podcasts yeah. like i would definitely I mean? harass any of my 20 year friends if i had a podcast and they didn't you listen that to motherfuckers? it yeah oh, yeah you let them know i'm a positive guy you like the question i asked but zappy always gets at me for being too motivational and too preachy uh, I mean, I think being motivational <laughs> is important, bro. I think the world, I think the it's world true. needs more of that. I think that there's a lot of people out there that are trying to be motivational and like don't necessarily like they haven't been through the life situation. Uh, yeah, they preach it but don't be, take the action. Well, not well yeah, even, I not get even that. Maybe they just so don't go through it. A do it, don't talk about it. 
Yeah, I tell me. Yeah, tell me. It's because he's an ADD head. He fucking will talk about it for eight hours, and then eight hours goes by. It's like, oh, I jerked off. Sometimes I say great, great ideas though. You know, well, you gotta have a business plan. You gotta have a business plan, and you know what? You gotta have. Maybe you should be thanking him because he's holding you accountable. You know what I mean? Like he he hears you say things, and he's being a dick to you, but that's because he really wants you to go out and accomplish those things because he wants to see you succeed. That way you can get this thing famous, and I can ride your coattails. Yeah, exactly. That's the whole plan. That's the plan. That's my plan. Yeah, it's a great plan. No, that's gonna be you. You're gonna be doing open mics in the stretch. You're gonna ride my You're gonna be famous. I just love how you picked that apart, though. That was good. Yeah, I feel like that has to happen. though. amazing. We will. But yeah, man, we just we just want all see each other succeed, bro. That's it. Yeah, no. I think you would do great in New York. I mean, what you say? The amount of people. What am I gonna do? But like. Sometimes shot uh, yourself in the foot, homie. <laughs> sometimes, like, yeah, like you know how, like, I asked that question. You were like, "That was your opening." Like, oh, this kid might actually have a heart. Like, sometimes I might come off cold or standoffish, but I'm just trying to get the interview going and flowing, and also, you know, like negative questions flipping to positives or vice versa. Because to be honest, is the best thing. You know, people want to hear it. You know, not everyone's positive like us or preachy. So, like, sometimes I want to take a question that might be a YouTube comment, like some sucker behind a keyboard would ask, "Sucker," but uh, he would <laughs> some some asshole would ask He's behind a keyboard, you know, and scared. <laughs> So that's why I ask everything, you know? That's why I just keep it real. Yeah, I think it's important, man. I think that uh, also sometimes people aren't always going to be honest. That's a problem yeah, as well. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. yeah. And yeah. also, we like people, when they listen, they want to take, like, they might not know you or ask stuff. So I'm asking for people within a similar situation who have podcasts. I know, like, not to be like the man and ask brag, but people hit me up all the time, be like, yo, good shit on your podcast. I'm starting one too. How do you do this? How do you do that? So, like, to, like, help people get to the next level about social media marketing, I ask you and Sean Kelly stuff, but at the same time, promoting your business, you know? Yeah. So, uh, like, you're giving gems out to people, but at the same time, we're trying to help you as well. Yeah, for like sure. networking. I, That's I, why I was asking that shit, dude. Yeah. Uh, you know what it is? I think um, I think also through following your dreams and, and pursuing your passion, um, it, it's just a way of finding yourself, you know what I mean? Like, through uh, through my experience in New York and learning digital marketing, I found Dankstop. Through finding Dankstop, I learned that I enjoy business strategy and business growth and advising and, you know, eventually mentoring and, you know, potentially doing speaking engagements and, you know, inspiring people, like really like going out there and like telling people what's up and like even potential management. Like I, I've, I've been, I've taken on some people that I'm potentially going to sign contracts with and manage. Uh, and I think that's interesting, you know, but it's like, it, it's kind of, it's an interesting point in my career where I'm, I'm continuing to find myself and capitalize even more. And I'm not surprised by what's going on because I've been watching it develop for years. I just couldn't consciously put in the time necessary to develop that thing. Yeah. If that makes sense. No, I get it. How do you focus on certain important tasks? Because what if you're doing too much? Like even when we were interviewing certain people, I remember I was, like Sean Kelly said, it's a big like on Shark Tank when you got multiple things going on. It's like a big red flag because you don't have one thing of great income, but you have like 10 other th- ideas and businesses. I feel like it's all about self-discipline and being so, accountable. Uh, you know, ADD, just ADD like ADD we were talking about, like somebody's got to hold you accountable. Somebody's got to be there to talk shit to you when you're being a little bitch. You know what I mean? Like you mm-hmm. got to you got to have people around you that love you and care about you. Otherwise, you're just going to have a bunch of yes people around you and they're Tough not love. really out for your best interest. Or maybe they're they're just going to 
you know, these people like blow up and get famous or whatever. Like they got a bunch of people around them that are just saying that their shit's dope and it's like really probably not dope. And like, that's <laughs> bad for you. Yes, like, man. As like Kanye's people were. It's just stupid. It's like, yeah, like if somebody's got whack shit, like I'm going to tell you, you got whack shit and you're either going to like fix it or agree with me. Zappy, or not you got whack or whatever. At least yeah. I got jokes. I'm just kidding. <laughs> so, <laughs> what's the next step then in, in terms of in terms of Dangstop, especially if we get completely legal here? Because I don't know what you could elevate you to a whole I, other level. I read an article. You were nervous problem. about it, like a little bit, right? Uh, yeah, for sure. I mean, like honestly, like I don't really know exactly what's going to happen with legalization. But like I told you guys before, one of my dreams is definitely to make Dangstop into a dispensary location. Right. So, shout out anybody in New Jersey that's opening up a dispensary let us know what's up you know maybe we could do some sort of strategic partnership that makes sense <laughs> because that to me like tank stop could be like a mad men you know what i mean like we could have that brand where you go in and you buy some jungle boys cake and some fucking you know uh whatever other flavors anybody's looking for that are the mainstream brands yeah and we could kind of fill that void because, uh, you know, another one of my dreams besides that is to own a smoker's lounge. So, like, I would want to open up mm. some sort of social spot where people could go and they could smoke together in person because I think it's, A, ridiculous that that, that hasn't moved faster because of laws and just setbacks and everything in mm. other legal states. But at the same time, too, I hate bars. I'm not, like, a drinker. Uh, I, I just started smoking weed again in, like, June or May. Uh, so, you know, I think it's important that people have a place to go where they could network with each other. And like, instead of like a sports bar, like let's make like a smart bar, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. let's like let people go and like discuss ideas and get food or coffee or an espresso. There'll be no play, hot girls play, there. Play, play, play video games, fucking watch fucking cool documentaries. You know what I mean? Like chill and discover, you know what I mean? Debate. Have you met know, somebody like, that's done that? Because I've met, I, I've I met performed a at a place in New York that's like that. Oh yeah, what was a Happy Monkey? Uh, Buddha Chief. Shout out Happy Monkey. Shout out Buddha Chief. Yeah, do you know about Buddha? <laughs> nah, I don't know about Buddha. Dude, Shout out Buddha Chief. It's crazy. It's this hidden space in New York. Uh, yeah, that's what, that's what it, Happy Monkey is. I guess there's a few of them now. That's really cool. Yeah, I took I took like an elevator up to it, and it was sick. And like they had like like this one had an elevator too. Yeah, like you take it. It's hidden, tucked away. It's like, in Manhattan. Yeah, yeah. That's why I went too. That's so weird. Maybe you went at the same place. Maybe it's the same place, but it's but it's uh, different I mean, it, people, it, th- different groups, we'll throw to, different we'll events. We'll have to figure that out. We don't want to tell the feds. Yeah, 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 yeah. How do you get <laughs> Shout out How do you even get Shout weed? <laughs> like, I was thinking, that, that was a bad question to ask, though. Don't answer it. <laughs> how does Dinkstop even get How does <laughs> so his name's on? Um, he lives the right earth. here at, uh, yeah. How do you no, even no, get no. weed? Like, it's not yeah. even legal. Though. Nah, I pre- yeah, but I perform at a place like that. My whole and that is like a very <laughs> great environment, I would say. Nothing That'd wrong. Yeah, like, imagine no- if you could smoke at comedy clubs like while comics are performing. I'd be so happy. It'd be I'd hilarious. Be so paranoid. <laughs> People <laughs> used to do that back in the day. Sure. Like L.A. Shit like that. Does. I don't know about New I uh, bet you if, you, does, if you go to open mic in Harlem, I bet you they smoke weed in there or anywhere really. That's racist. Brooklyn. Nah, That's racist. Yeah. Hippie. Can't do it. No. Can't smoke indoors anywhere. Yeah. Even Harlem. You could definitely do Even it in a hippie place, Harlem, ghetto spot. No, wherever. like, like, like. Are you saying Harlem's a, a ghetto spot? You sick yeah, fuck? Some place. Yeah, what the hell's the matter, bro? <laughs> <laughs> you got something you want to talk about? Yeah, yeah, no. yeah. yeah, yeah. Sweet. I mean, I could always <laughs> have a shot. Shout out to Killer Cam. Yeah. Most definitely in the building. Swift, swift sidesteps. <laughs> Harlem, dipset. 
Nah, nah, dude. Harlem's getting super I get gentrified, tired, I start man. Get, I started talking ridiculous. Like, before, it used to get bad starting at, like, what? Like, 138th? Like, now, like, it gets bad. And I've never like been the, to Harlem, and I'll think. It gets bad in, like, the 60s or something <laughs> like that. Like, it's, like, so it's getting so good. Alex, Mike hasn't left this town in, like, ever. I I've know. been to Harlem by accident, probably. <laughs> yeah, oh, probably. shit. What do you yeah. mean, probably? Ah, appreciate you, man. Secret vapes. Oh, Is that a dude. Vape? It's not a secret agent. anymore. <laughs> yeah, thanks, Ween. No. You gotta have failure. You gotta have failure to be successful. I was talking about. Yeah, I mean, we've money. we've failed a lot. <laughs> you know, like me too. Over the last five years, like <laughs> April eighteenth will be Dankstop's fifth year anniversary, um, and it, it's been a crazy ride, man. Like honestly, like I couldn't have asked for a greater learning experience in terms of something to develop me as an entrepreneur. Uh, I've dealt with so many issues that I never could have ever imagined that I would deal with and situations that I would see and have to get through. And there's been so many times that, you know, there's times you want to quit. There's times you're happy. There's times that you're whatever about it. And I feel like I'm forever changed. You know what I mean? Like I am forever upgraded. I am forever woke. Whatever the fuck you want to call it. I, Stay woke. I I know I know what's good and I'm always learning. You know what I mean? Like you never know it all uh, and you have to be learning and expanding every single day. But I feel confident now in my abilities and my insight uh, <laughs> to tell people good the shit. right things to do. You know what I mean? Like I've never been a bullshitter a day in my life. So mm. why start now? You know what I mean? Like I could just say what it is and say how I feel and give my opinion and give my advice. And if it works and you take it, that's great. Uh, and that's m- one of the reasons why I'm getting into uh, advising. Mm. You know, like I've, I've been doing advising uh, online. Do you um, like, do you, you uh, what's like with the people who are verified DM people? Like, hey, do you want to make tons of money? Uh, whatever. Is that legit or is that scam? <coughs> I mean, you'd have to give me a specific scenario. I, 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 a lot I of people get do that. Like they're verified. Also, I feel like a lot of people figure out how to get verified. Yeah, people pay for it. verification. My one buddy says he owns a business and he said, like, don't always trust that. Like someone DM'd him, like, do you want to make six figure this year? And he was like, "Fuck off, dude." Yeah, that sounds like a that sounds. And wild. the guy was verified. Why, like people have been scamming rappers too? Who I like, never understood. I never understood. I never understood that scam because I was like, "Who? What stranger just reaches out into the internet and is like, oh, this guy looks cool. Yeah. Hey, well, you want to make six network. grand? Yeah, but that happens in person yeah, because people get a gauge. They get your backstory, True. and it's all like, a, well, I want to help this guy. They go to these like business festivals and stuff like that, and it helps. But like, I'm sure that he's got so, business through DMs and stuff, though. It's, I don't know what he's doing over there, but yeah. So this is literally an app. Uh huh. I've heard you of this. Can uh, advise people, and you pay through the app. That's crazy. It's called Clarity.fm, and I've been doing advisories through it, and it's been helping me, uh, obviously, develop my craft as well as get clients. Uh, that are interested in growing their businesses, you know what I mean? So if it's something that is within my expertise scope, uh, I help them and try and uh, grow them. And also, do you, what did you use to create? Like YouTube has a lot of free stuff. Are you, are you in Sean Kelly's group where you got all those videos and stuff? Uh, I, I, I think I know what you're talking about. Um, Give me in the group, I, Sean Kelly. I don't. I'm not in the club. Give uh, me in the fucking club. <laughs> What do you uh, and is there anything for like vagina? Like, how do you get laid? Is there a clarity for people who help getting laid or no? I don't think no? so. No, mm, I, I think there is. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I, I think I that. think there's an app called Sugar Babies. You should download <laughs> it. I thought uh, that was only for girls. 
It it you know what you got to download it and you got to be one of the guys. So it'll be that's what about the balancing babies? love so he has and to success like, and he, pussy? He should probably buy some fake followers on Instagram and then we could build up like a different persona of you and then oh. we can get you love on doctor. sugar babies. I'll be the love doctor. And then you'll you know what I mean? Like you'll just be ha- you'll have a bunch of sugar babies. On top of that, let's just bad, lo- I got no money. Let's just make you Dominican too. Like they'll believe. It. Just get it. <laughs> <laughs> just get a shape up, dude. Like. He has this one photo of him. He has like a, a tan couple. and a shape up. He looks like he plays left field. It's fucking amazing. Like, it's great. Uh, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> what about balancing like love, success, and getting laid? Like, don't you need to get laid and get lo- have love too? You know. Oh, man, it's I mean that's such business. a that's such a crazy topic. That's like, why honestly, flashlights are good. I mean, Shout honestly, I've never tried one, but I'm sure they're great. They must be. They're they're a million a dollar business. You know, True. shout out Fleshlight's Very killing shout it. Out yeah, they're dope. Um, I honestly, it's hard, bro. It's uh, when was that even invented? Not that long ago. The flashlight. The flashlight. Zappy, you listen, know who, listen, who invented the flashlight? I feel when like was you, that patented? the very first flashlight was invented by Aubrey Marcus's dad. Do you know Aubrey Marcus? No. Well, he's like uh, that entrepreneur guy who started on it. That he's like that uh, entrepreneur guy. That must. Well, he's on an it. entrepreneur who created on it that like muscle yeah, uh, yeah, protein pills or whatever. He, and then Joe protein Rogan pills? co-signed it. No, Joe Rogan is his, is his business partner. Um, but he has like a, a bunch of other side businesses as well. He was like a, he's like a health guy, and his dad invented the first flashlight uh, like way back because he's older. But like great story, tell it again. Just kidding. No, that was how it got marketed. <laughs> and then Aubrey had started wow. his own business, and Flashlight was his first client. The 1998. Wow. Yeah. Oh yeah, because his wife, like, his what he didn't want to cheat on his wife. Exactly. That's the story. Exactly. Yeah, 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 yo, yeah, that is funny. the no, ultimate story. He was like married or whatever, commitment. but he was always he was always on the road for work or whatever. But he kn- knew he was gonna be completely faithful to his wife, so he created the flashlight. He first created a doll, then he extracted the vagina from the doll and was like, "All right, well, nobody just wants like a vagina just laying out." So then he took a cylinder and wrapped it in the cylinder and came up with that part, and then it became flashlight a couple years. Shit, later. I come quick enough dry. I mean, it's so <laughs> funny how that yo, became but, a romantic story. Yo, yeah. uh, pretty good. much true love. No. Cheat on his wife. No, that's, that's what that's that, the most adorable you thing I've ever heard. The that's <laughs> what monogamy drives people to patents. If you stay faithful to your wife, you'll probably invent some shit. That's you won't get divorced and you'll make a bunch of <laughs> money. Honey, would you rather have me a real pussy or fake? Eventually, yeah. like, oh my god, dude, Sham Wow guy, he probably is super faithful, man. Well, he was a so. Uh, what were you gonna say, Louis? Honestly, man, I mean, like, it, I feel like. You got to build yourself up. I think that a lot of people out there, especially young people, they rush to get into relationships. And to be perfectly honest with you, like I haven't had a serious girlfriend since like 2012. How about the girls who want to get serious and you're not ready for it? I just usually don't do it. You know what I mean? Like I don't really get into all that. Like they got to understand the lifestyle. They got to understand like what I'm dealing with. They got to understand that I travel all the time. I don't got time to even provide myself with reasons and, and questions and a backstory, let alone some other human on the planet. So, like, I just personally don't really have time for it. Wear My, condoms. Yeah, definitely wear condoms, kids. Uh, <laughs> but, you know, honestly, like, I, if I met the right person, I think that I'd be willing to try it out. But circumstance is key, you know what I mean? And I feel like even in this day and age where we're all so connected with phones and social media and all this stuff, I feel like we're less connected. I was actually talking about... On social media. Yeah, yeah. I I was actually talking to my business partner, uh, Andre. Shout out Andre Bulatov. He's our our CTO, uh, Chief Technical Officer. Sound like a cocktail. Yeah. He's He's Russian. Yeah, he's Russian. Oh, yeah, definitely. Um, And we were talking about it earlier today. And, like, if you look at the statistics... uh, a lot of people ain't fucking. 
You know what I'm saying? Like that's a problem. I'm in that I, statistic. I, I, I think, and I think it has a lot to <laughs> do with. We're at the top with, of that statistic. Well, well <laughs> part it's, of that. It, it's kind of funny. Like if you think about it, like in a world where everyone's more is, connected, I, I thought everybody's just having sex casually. Like I don't, th- I don't know. Look, can we look this up? Can we like Google this? Like, is is it down? Got, it's uh, not something that anybody's able to keep track of. Well, I feel like they gotta like take polls and stuff, right? Like to like figure out those numbers. But all I'm saying is like most people that I talk to, like single people, for example, mm-hmm. not only are they not having sex, but they're not even dating. And the I'll, reason why they're not dating is because they're not going out because everybody's in front of their technology all true. the time, and they're not. Not out there networking, you know what I mean? It's a, it's daunting to think about going well, out and dating. Locally, you know where are you gonna yeah. go? You're like, yeah, there's no place. There's go no to Fridays. Like, you know yeah. what I mean? What are you gonna do? Find like seriously? There's no place like you said, like where people could talk, be intellectual. Where are you gonna go? You're gonna go to a bar. A girls gonna black out. Not only that, it's like this whole Tinder generation and shit. Like uh, that <laughs> is short lived. You know what I mean? Like that. Yeah. There, there's gonna be a huge upgrade in that industry. I don't know if it's there, there is, but it's private. You gotta be fa- you gotta be famous or have some. I heard about. That. Zeus or whatever Zeus. Uh, that's not the name of it. No, I'm, I'm on one called. Uh, Fuck Ray, Riaz, Riaz, Riaz. Yeah, Riaz. That's, on, that's only for famous people. Yeah, I'm yeah. On one that's called one. Luxy. It's it's Luxy. super whack though. It's like in was my that opinion. farmers? Yeah, it's like super <laughs> whack. And I honestly, I'm only on Grinder. <laughs> how's that, work, that, how's that out? working out for you, how, how dude? They're aggressive on Tinder. Like they'll yeah. unfollow a lot. If you don't hang within a week or chill or go out somewhere, they'll like unfollow you. I think the social media does play into these girls are so. They want uh, you to add them on Instagram. They, they kind of just want to be entertained by like yeah, fucking yeah, yeah. with you. They already almost, got twenty fucking options. Like I tried to go on a girl like three different times. And once I realized, go on a that's it. Girls go on a date with a girl like three different times, and she just kept jerking me around. I'm just like, she kept that's jerking it. around. Like, I don't have fucking. I don't have time. For nah, this. but like, like yeah, dude, Instagram it's girls. Like I don't trust the Instagram page because you're getting the best angle and best moments of a person. It's like you look mediocre on Instagram. You're terrible. Even the hot girl in high school had like her off days. You know what I mean? Where like she wasn't that hot. I love girls like that. Little cool. You know, like I love that. Don't be photogenic. Yo, I'll update you. Girls be photogenic as shit, like over Instagram. And then, like, you finally hang out with them, and it's like, yo, it's almost like the hype dies down for everyone involved. It's weird. Do it's you, really there's weird. There's no real connection. I think that's the main problem. Yeah. And I think that's what they need to fix about it. Like, whether or not they have to add in, like, a video function to Tinder. Oh, like or where, yeah, yeah, like something, you that's know what I mean? And not only that, like there should be some sort of accountability for people. Like I feel like, <laughs> you know, like Tinder. I hear war stories from, uh, I'm friends with a lot of girls. Like I got a lot of girls that are friends. They definitely get a I, lot of dicks. That I don't. Like not, no, I'm just saying they don't fuck a lot of dicks. They get sent a lot of dicks. Uh, yeah, that's exactly it. what I was about to just talk yeah. about. So yeah. like, I'm a love doc. So like, he does that. Yeah, no, yeah. Don't. <laughs> fake, fake dicks. I feel only like, if I get a couple of nudes first. Gotta balance it out. So what I'm getting at is like, I feel like, uh, and I was talking to one of my my good friends, Brianna Cash, uh, about it. Shout out to Brianna Cash, rare name <laughs> drop here, a female. Shout out to Brianna Cash. Yeah, though. she's killing it. Don't know it. who you are. She's killing it. She's an elementary school teacher in Edison. I thought you were gonna uh, say she's in elementary school. I was gonna like, no, Whoa, no, Paul. no, 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 weird. Add me. Add a Q basement at this week. So basically, um, she was saying how like it's just super horrible how you just get sent dick pics all the time, right? So her and her shit. friend were I talking about... Th- I, me neither. Terrible. That's what I'm saying. That's why I think it's so weird. I never because, sent like, I've one. never sent any Mostly before. Mostly like, the confidence, too, but also I'd be I just so don't want to get... I never sent a real one. I've only sent it to girlfriends. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like when they ask for it. I've Honestly, never I don't even it. get like naked pics from girls. Like I feel like I'm like an old man. You know what I mean? Give me your phone for an hour. This dipshit gets him on command. That's crazy. So like anyway, what I'm getting at is like these girls 
were talking about how like all these guys send random dick pics all the time, and like how funny would it be if there was some underground community of Definitely you know is. people that like report these dudes to each other so like you could go and it matches up to their facebook or their social media or whatever and like people there'd be some sort of accountability within it right so like you can't just have some like crazy ex-girlfriend going and talking shit about you or crazy ex-boyfriend just going and talking shit somebody else has to come up and like approve that and there has to be some sort of special approval process that can't be faked and destroy people's reputations for no reason there has to be some sort of th- in this day and age we could get it it's almost like, like being able to yelp a dude yeah exactly but, like, on Facebook, like, not yeah. for nothing, not for nothing. Like, I don't have kids or anything. Um, shout out to not having kids, but shout basically, shout the condoms. Shout the porn ba- Basically, shout the uh, I think it, I think it'd be interesting. Uh, I don't think these guys should just be able to go around sending dick pics to their these girls all the time. Like these poor women, like they're probably scarred for life. Like, right. what age does this start at? You know what I mean? Like, I just feel like it's fucked up. So, like, I mean, if you, hey if man, on the contrary, if you're friends with Michael Jackson, it starts early. No, no, chill. But <laughs> girls do this shit too, by the way. I've been, I added a girl late at night, 12 at night. I'm like, oh, look at this girl's hot. Next thing you know, she's finger fucking herself. I'm like, whoa, not the type of girl I want, but let me play along with this. I had a girl. <laughs> yeah. You should be thanking I her. I had a girl for like, like hey, showing you that she wasn't the one. You yeah. know? Finger fucking I'm like, you getting oh, random dude. titties? Like, what are you doing with her nipple out? Like, okay, no, what's going saying, on here? Imagine know? like falling in love with the chick and then like you find out later she's nah, like right. Snapchat girl. You know what I'm saying like, though? Yeah. Like, oh, like, shit. I'm a nice guy, but there was so much like weird shit on Tinder that I'm like, fuck it. Like, let's play along with this. <laughs> <laughs> but it's Tinder. That's what I'm saying. You're never going to hang out with him anyway. You know what I figure? I figure the girls that write, I'm only here for friends, are the ones that are not. I'm like, not here for hookups. <laughs> Next thing you know, they're sending I you see tits. a lot of those. I feel like that's like they're, they're not the ones who fuck. here for hookups. They've, that means they've Strictly been hooked. That means they've friends. been fucking. They've been getting hooked up. They've been hooking up with people. That means that. Yeah. What probably, do you think? Probably. I'm not here for hookups. Yeah, that means you've been. That's your seventh that. guy in three weeks, probably. Yeah, that kind of makes sense. I could. I could ride with that. I know, I'm a love doctor. Yeah. That's I mean, it's messed up, you know, like, it, it, I just think it's interesting I'm getting back to the point, um, how in this day and age where everything's supposed to be so accessible and everybody's so connected, uh, that people are, are, are having less meaningful relationships. Very true. Uh, and I think that that's sad. And I think that there's got to be something that we can hopefully do about that. And, you know, I hope that I don't turn 30 and I'm single. You know what I mean? Like, that'd be cool to find your soulmate. I'll, I'll but, like, if it doesn't happen, I don't care either. But then for mean? someone like you, like an entrepreneur who has to be on social media, working and networking social media constantly, then do you feel kind of guilty? Because it's like, well, I'm one of the percentage that is addicted to social media, so I can't get into a real you know relationship or conversation with someone because i gotta honestly i don't social even if it's i don't think i'd have to quit social media to be in a relationship i just think that i would have to meet somebody who is involved in social media and knows what's up and they'd be able to understand it so any girl ever yeah I mean, there, there's plenty of girls That's that are false. on I know social media, but they don't know about social nah, media. Right. You know, and I, mean? I know like a couple girls who do not have Instagram. That good for them. I mean, it's honestly, crazy. at this point in my life, and like for most of my life, I've just been interested in girls that could teach me stuff. You know what I mean? Like, I want to meet somebody that I could build up, that could build me up, that it makes sense, and there's like hardcore attraction, and that that's yeah. beautiful. But you Literally. usually don't come across that. I'm in looking terms for a girl who could teach me how to fuck. Finding yeah. somebody. <laughs> yeah, I was waiting for that. That'd joke. be good I, too. I let it be. I let it be. <laughs> Beatles, let it be. <laughs> let it be. <laughs> I was like, I gave him the eyes, and I gave Louis. I was I'm looking for a girl to teach me something too. <laughs> oh my! Yo, the rule is don't say. Send a dick pic if they didn't ask for a dick pic. Never pick. have, never will. 
fake. Stone. I feel like even if they ask for it, you I shouldn't. St- uh, I still want to get down to the bottom. Of it. Matter of fact, hey, hey. wait, wait, wait. This kind of comes back full circle because we we started this off talking about Snapchat, and now we're talking about dick pics. And honestly, like that's where it kind of derived from. You know, dick like pics Snapchat. are a common theme for this podcast. Nice, that's good. I should listen really more often. <laughs> no, yeah, dude. He doesn't listen a lot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm telling you, oh, dude, you want to you want to explain your dick pic situation with uh? Not really? No. He probably wants to leave sooner. Talk about his business, not about fake dick pics, but fake dick. Pics. I mean, I'm definitely down <laughs> to take to take more questions, uh, just because I'm sure you're gonna have a lot of material to edit with. You know, even this part right here, you could edit this part out. That'd be. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't want it. He doesn't want it. He can't handle it. You what is I mean? um? For entrepreneur, like, what does your day looking like? Because, like, I'll get a person Terrible who has question. to... No, it's not. Because these entrepreneurs who are like, I get up at 6, and I'm doing this on social media, and I'm working, I'm doing this all day, or whatever. And then others would be like, oh, no, I go to the gym, I hang out with my friends, I eat, I do this, blah, blah, blah. Like, all these fuckers do different things, and they're all successful. So it's like, nobody has the same format. So what the hell do you do? I feel like it's important to to know yourself and find your format. Uh I would say that the most successful people that I've come across, uh, they wake up at 5 a.m. or 6 a.m. Well, I'm not being successful. They, you know, work out, they meditate, they eat, they check their emails, they read. Some people don't even check emails. By the time they really start their day, it's, you know, maybe 10, 11, 12 o'clock. And everything is planned out. Um, they have a, a structure for everything, and I, I believe with that discipline, uh, you can achieve massive success. Do, do you do this? Not really. <laughs> uh, it's so hard. Dude. You know, it's very difficult. I two years ago in well, it'll be two years in June. I quit smoking cigarettes cold turkey. That's good. Right? My friend and did that. I, I decided that um, I was going to start going to the gym. Uh, so I was going to replace the just about an hour that I spent per day going to the gym. But instead of seven days a week, I was going to do five days a week so I could have two rest days. So I wanted that to be part of my story and I created that. I did that and that is my life. Right. So now I've been slacking on the gym a little bit. Like I've been skipping weeks and times here and there, but I, I do go, uh, and I'm, I'm looking to get back to it like fully where I could, honestly say to you guys like hey like i've been going to the gym for three months straight and haven't missed any days but i've been traveling a lot lately and it's been super difficult to stay in but uh i think that's really important and to answer your question i think that you should do all these things throughout the day i wouldn't tell somebody to go and spend all of their hours on their business wearing all these different hats and Mm. be unhealthy uh i think you should go to the gym i think you should eat properly i think you should spend time with loved ones i just think it's all about balance and it's all about actually putting everything on a schedule so like at this point in my life i'm putting down like going to the gym on my schedule i'm putting calls down on my schedule i'm putting meetups on my schedule i'm putting dinners on my schedule my goal by the end of the year is to literally put everything in my phone do you i want everything scheduled on my phone i've been trying to schedule too mm. <clears throat> to see where my time goes do you feel like a lot of times like this time management's so hard where it's like you're doing a bunch of shit but at the end you're not really doing anything because like think about it, like dinner is like two hours gym two hours you're doing stuff but like in the grand scheme of things like are you doing things to help your business? Well, I guess like with networking, and you are, but like it's just crazy how time flies. My point is like time management is really tough to to do. It's super difficult. It's super difficult, and I and I think that you just 
can't overwhelm yourself. And maybe sometimes in those moments that you're at the gym, you'll feel like you're missing out on time that you should be working or something yeah, like, yeah. like that. But I just think that that's not the case. Uh, I think that you have to got a great thought. Yeah, I was gonna say perfect example. He hit me up the other day. He's like, "Yo, I can't listen to Gary Vee because when I'm eating dinner, he makes me nervous. That I need to go do something while I'm eating dinner." <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Yo, shout out Gary. So bro. like the time management. You know what I'm saying? Like sometimes you're like when you're trying to relax or chill or like have a alone type of meditation time or eat. Yeah. Like you're like, "Fuck, I need to do this," and you're like on the computer. Like, nah, I think know? that because you know what it is. It's like you're think about it. You're eating and you're watching uh, a video or a podcast or whatever. So you're already multitasking. Like I always try and fill my days with as many things as possible without overwhelming myself. So they say that you should get three things done per day. That's not, Have that's not three bad. main things that are... Can good. one of those be jerking off? No. You, okay. you suck. You, I no, definitely not jerking off. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah, it, it wouldn't work. Exactly. <laughs> jerking off. I always tack the end of the night. Bomb anyway. an open mic and then yell at Sweeney. And honestly, if you're only uh, if you're only doing it once a day, those are rookie numbers, you should step it the fuck up. You know? <laughs> really, oh, I was told you know, I, like should, I should not be doing it every no, day. Nah, yeah, no fap, should, I heard yeah, it's uh, really productive. It helps you better. I is heard. it? I mean, maybe. Yeah, I don't know. Not drinking off will help. Yeah. Oh, yeah? Right. How you doing with that? <laughs> it's been tough. <laughs> <laughs> but like, it's like smoking like, cigarettes. I, I relapsed. Right? The reason I said that about Gary Vee is a guy like Gary Vee, especially every video I watch or every podcast I listen to of his, because he'll put out just like the five or seven minute little audios. It's always about doing something more productive. And I'll feel like and it'll negate what I listened to him say the day before. It's like, well, which one do I do? Yeah, and I got to figure out which one's good for me. That's a whole process. True. One week he's like, don't buy a home. The other week he's like, you should invest in real estate. He's just so positive and great that I want to just do everything he says. But that's the thing. You got to understand that like Gary is an inspirational character and an entrepreneur himself. So he's out there creating content for all different types of people. So you have to know yourself and be self-aware enough to, to take his advice the right way. Yeah. The yeah. fact that he's even putting it out there like that is a blessing to everyone. Like he's doing amazing. Like shout out Edison, New Jersey. You know, yeah, bro. I, like he he's really out there, like smart. inspiring people and you know telling people the right direction to go in. And maybe he's not giving everybody their exact remedy, like what exactly what they need. But that's because he's not meeting them. Imagine if he started his own Gary V app. And Gary, if you do this, uh, I want some credit for it. I don't <laughs> need any equity or anything, but I just want credit. Shout uh, out Shout out to Gary app. There should be an app where like it's like Ask Gary V and you go in there and maybe you have a question about your business or maybe they set it up in some sort of structured way where they're not going to have a bunch of people just wasting their fucking time and you could actually go in there and speak to Gary V and ask what Gary's Gary's opinion would be well, he on has whatever asked particular Gary v, thing. Just not directly whole That's what I'm saying though. That would be the difference. What um, or that would Instagram be the difference. Well, I got it. Anytime. I got an answer live. to his question. Yeah. What you got to do is I know it's good to be different and listen to unique people and not related to but like when I listen to Gary V I tend to like it if it's a comedian or like a radio person personality so i relate to that person and he's given advice that i can understand amazing and that's exactly why he's doing it you know because like, I mean? he's a genius that's so exactly the like, remedy he wants you to empathically feel through that person that like, he's dealing with yeah i'll take it's that like advice like you know what i'm you. saying how you yeah. said he caters to certain things like i'll find out what i like and i'm passionate about and that's who i'll try to listen to with him yeah. so he's interviewing someone i'll listen to that one yeah like i'm not gonna listen to something i don't know anything about even though that's a good idea too but like there's only so much time in a day and i'd rather do something i'm passionate about absolutely and try to follow the footsteps of that person yeah, yeah and he's like a content king bro like they, they yeah, his insane. whole team works really hard um you know shout out tyler shout out d-rock uh they're they're all killing it like yeah. it's amazing i know we don't have you all night because it's gonna we're gonna be here to like 3 a.m but uh what about like 
Ray Dalio principles. I know you like that. Tim Ferriss, Four Hour Work Week. Elon Musk, Steve Jobs. Any Welcome like uh, words of wisdom on those guys? Uh, anything you learn from them? Like the big gems you learn? Like the keys to success? Oh that man, you use? I could literally be here all night talking about it. Break it. Uh, break it down. Keys to success, or just give us two or three things of su- keys to success that specifically helped Dank Stop for you. Or just you as a person I w- at Louis. Yeah, or, yeah, or in your business. I would just say... And that could help the people who are listening to this, mainly hip-hop people, radio people, but like anyone, really. Anyone. Okay, I would say that for me personally, uh, before I found out what I loved, before I found myself uh, within, I guess you could say, an industry or a niche, I was very lost. I was, I was kind of wandering around aimlessly and just, you know, going through like depressed adolescent moments and just, you know, just not knowing where you're going generally. And, and, and people feel unfulfilled, you know, you're looking for your purpose. Um, I would just advise to figure out what you love because whatever you love, you can do it for a living. Like it's a job out there, but the problem with, you know, the school system and the way that everything's set up nowadays and hopefully it's changing and, you know, hopefully we could pioneer our future generations to change it even more uh, is just catering to people specifically on what they would really enjoy doing in their life and letting them know that these jobs exist. Because most of the time people don't even know that the jobs exist, let alone the fact that they want to do them. So it's just really set up kind of shysty and I think that there's a better way that it could be done where people would kind of graduate and they would have more of an idea of what they want to do and then they would be uh, put in more of a position where they could go and attain those 10,000 hours, give or take. Um, and you know to be a professional at whatever it is that they want to do professional masturbator and, you, and, and, and you gotta love something I mean dude you could do that you could literally you could love masturbating and go become a porn <laughs> dude, star yeah, I did I interviewed porn become, stars go become a porn star nah then. too small you know, dude get it surgery you know what I'm saying like straight up like do whatever the fuck you gotta do I'll if that's play, your dream like, you, know, saying, you were going off keep going I'm just saying, I'm just saying that number one alright number one find what you love okay yeah I would say find what you love how people will be like how cliche like, well, people uh, who aren't doing what they love. You I, know? I, I, I guess. How cliche. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. I, I, honestly, like, I got to talk for the Mad Rapper. You know the Mad Rapper skit, Biggie big album? That's like me. I'm the can Mad you Rapper. Can, you can't play it? No. No, I can't play it. But like, he's just like, you know, the Mad Rapper. He's talking shit in the thing, and then Biggie's rapping. The Mad Rapper. <laughs> you don't know that? I don't, I, do, I, don't yeah. I remember. Nah, I don't remember. But yeah. All right, number two. Okay, number two, I would say do this in order because, you know, if somebody's saying that that's cliche, what well, you love. fuck off. I fuck don't care. Em. Honestly, it is what it is. Um, after you find what you love, create a schedule around it. Create some sort of discipline around it. Don't like just it. flail around. Don't just sit there and wait for things to happen. Things are not going to just happen. Nobody's going to come around and hand you some golden key to success so. and be like, hey, I want you to make it. Here's the red carpet. Walk the line. You're going to be fucking amazing. That's never going to fucking happen. So get that out of your head if that's in your head. If if it's not in your head and like you're just going to you know, kind of do it mediocre, then you don't even do it at all. So um, rule the day or the day will rule you. Time management. Dead yeah, out. yeah. Discipline. And you know what? That happens too. Like sometimes you get in ruts, man. Like I get in ruts all the time where I feel like my day is running me and I'm not running my day. And I 
I have to try actively to clean my shores and do that all the time because it's a process. You're not yeah. gonna wake up every day and just have everything be fucking you, amazing. You know how we talked about like uh, for like an hour and I felt like motivated, and inspired. Like after that, like I got like caught up in and like I was like doing something for four hours, like killed my fucking day after. Not yeah. you, but like yeah. after I like talked to someone, saw someone, and I hung out with them and then, like worked out, went to a park, which was good, but it was like a huge chunk. But it yeah, was but listen, I, something I had to do. You can't. Uh, and even, I'm like, fuck. I just like I got spending all the time thinking about that is silly. You know what I mean? Yeah, like no. you went and you went to the gym and you went to the park and maybe you got some peace of mind in that park experience. <laughs> and maybe that park experience is going to, you know, cause you later on tonight to have some great idea because you're sitting there reflecting on your experience that you were relaxed at the park. Do you know that statistics say I wasn't really relaxed. I'm talking to my cousin. But most times. Well, OK, maybe you're arguing. Whatever <laughs> the case. Um if you're relaxed and you're hanging out and you're at that moment of peace, that's where a lot of people have their best ideas. I need to smoke so weed. I think that it's really important that you have those moments riddled into your week uh, for like a chill sesh because you have to relax. Like you have to have some sort of release, uh, whether it be you masturbating or <laughs> whether it be you going to the park or whether it be you going on vacation or going and shooting guns, going and riding go-karts. Do you have an anxious mind? I, like I ADD style. I wouldn't say anxious, to be honest. Like I think I, I could I could remain on topic, but I, I I think that we live in an anxious world, so it causes uh, a lot of ADD moments between people who get excited. And this is how you balance it. Like yeah, if you got a good a good idea, I'm sure you get excited and passionate. Yeah, 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 yeah. So sometimes uh, wait, people so say, "Don't we use at right now? You asked me three. What are, Sorry, where are we, where are we at? Where I said keys to success, that? and you were saying do what you love. And do what you love. Then create a plan around two, it. two is a uh, time time management. Create a plan around time it. Time management, yeah, yeah. and then the next I would say is focus. Okay, you have to focus. Without focus, you won't create anything. Without focus, you won't know what to put the energy into. That's most people's problems. They don't know where to put all this pent up energy, and they're sad about it because they want to put in the time. They just have no skills or no idea what they want to do. Or shit, maybe they have skills and they just don't know how to. They don't know what to do. That's why people need advisors. Like for me, like it's been so funny the last few months advising like a few different people and just realizing like some of the things that like I think are like obvious, but like it's just not obvious. Or like I've had moments with, uh, with people like that too where they're like, oh, Lou, that isn't obvious to you. And I'm like, no, I don't see it. And it's just like it's all about perspective. You know, like different people have different perspective Word. and some people have better specific niche types of perspectives than other people so i would argue that my business niche perspective is potentially better than certain people's and that's why i feel confident giving somebody uh advice on their career that's why i would feel confident advising alex you know like on his comedic career and and feel confident being like hey you got talent you should make it maybe you should start doing more on social media honestly Going back to what we were talking about before, I would be down to do that experiment with you. But the problem is we would need resources. So just to enlighten you, the you audience. Had, you had that idea on the phone. Yeah, we were talking on the phone earlier. And like I'll be your guinea pig. We should have recorded it. It was so silly. We should have did it. But I know. It was like good gems. Um, good first time talk if we, that no one could hear. If we were to do some sort of experiment with a comedian uh, in the space. You could do it on Cube Basin page. Technically, it's all three comedians. Build them up. Well, two. We, and build them up over the course of let's say like six months to a year mm -hmm. i would be interested to a say like on a podcast like this like this thing is starting and, and recording the process of it but then talking about it at the end like after that year and asking that comedian if their career changed or if they noticed anything significant about uh gaining more exposure on digital media 
Mm. I'd be interested to to. Or you could do a brand. Know too. the answer to that because it's more heads. Mm. I feel like it'd have really. to be a specific comedian because like most people that I'm personally working with, like advising right now, like for example, like right now I'm advising somebody who's about to become a professional golfer. Uh, I'm advising an artist. Uh, she's about to blow up. I'm about to blow her page up. Uh, I'm advising a bodybuilder. And um, hmm. I'm also doing a couple other advisories, but I'm not going to mention them at this time. But like those are like the main ones. I'm trying to basically get... Uh, five to six people that I build up as you know managing them, uh, and then that'll be the start of my advising and uh, marketing uh, company because I plan to open my own digital marketing and management company uh, in the coming months. Nice. Uh, Related to Dankstop or is it more Louis? No, it's just Louis. It's going to be specifically for my at Louis page. And I remember you had a question earlier mm. when I was talking about at Louis, and I said that I didn't have the money uh, to go into the page right now. Maybe we could cut this together somehow. I don't know if that would make sense because we're like kind of out of left field. Yeah, with so it. Talk about what do you yeah. mean? You don't have the money uh, to go. In the, you need. You really need to spend money. To you need to spend money on content. So like, if I wanted to Thank go you. and make a bunch of content for at Louis, mm-hmm. I would have to go and I would have to hire a videographer. I would have to hire a photographer. I would have to hire some sort of graphic designer to make ads for me, to make clips for me, to make swipe up things for me. Like I would have to sit there and I would have to put all my time into doing this thing. And I'm the type of person where I don't like to do anything unless it's perfect because I'm super. About things, and I'm very conscious about what I put out into the world, and I want it to be the right thing. So, if I was going to do it, I'm going to maximize on it. And the reason I haven't done it yet is because I don't have the exact resources that I feel that I need to maximize on it. And believe me, you guys will know when I do because you're going to see it. Same time, though, don't you want to, like, you have the balls to create business? Don't you want to just put it out there and get it started? Because the longer you wait, the harder it will be to put out. You know what? Honestly, I haven't been having anybody hold me accountable to this lately, so I think that that's why I've been putting it off, and that's made it easier for me to neglect it. And right. you know, just working on my business. You know, like I work on Dankstop twenty four seven, and it's like a huge part of my life. Like I live it and I breathe it. Um, so yeah, it's just kind of it's, it, it. it's hard to manage. Yeah, it's hard to manage everything. All that's the time. what I'm saying. It's hard to do so much too, but the time management stuff. You know, but you know what, what it is. The key is to have the plan, and then you could set the right tone for yourself and yeah. when you could attain those things. So I feel like at the rate that I'm going now, uh, within the next year, I'm going to be able to start turning the Louis page into what I want it to be. Say like for for example, like Kia Basement, like what if the YouTube is like right here and it's about to be huge, but I stop the YouTube production and I focus on the podcast and then also there's comedy and then this and that, you know what I'm saying? You got to believe in yourself. You have to trust that you know the right decision and that you're going to make it w- at the necessary time and you need to stop overthinking things because <laughs> that's just, you know, that's a poison in itself. Like, yeah. I overthink things all the time. They all formulate together, though. Yeah, you know? uh, I'm, a, I'm a huge overthinker, so I get exactly where you're at. But you got to get over that and you got to also, like, listen to the people around you that have your best interest in mind and it's up to you to scan those people and have, you know, enough character catching abilities to figure out if somebody's good or not. And uh, and yeah, just just roll the dice, man. Yeah. You know? My last two questions were like, what is next for Dankstop? You kind of answered it in Louie. And then also like, what do you think for the Cuba Basin brand? Like, uh, okay, kind of pretty much. All right. So I'll start. Off, I'll start off with the Dankstop one, and then I'll end off with the Cuba Basement, just because that seems way more classy. Um, <laughs> if you're okay with answering I, that, you know. I think. Um, well, I know for for Dankstop. Um, I hope that we can become the retail marijuana brand that I dream about. It might not happen. Um, it, it would take the right strategic partnership to work out. You know what I mean? Like picture it like this, and, yeah. and you know, I could I could test it out on on you guys. 
if you, both of you guys, you guys are both about to get a marijuana license in New Jersey. You're about to have a retail marijuana license. If I... Probably me and Alex, but yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you and Alex. <laughs> okay. You and Alex, you're about to get the license. Okay. I come to you and I'm like, hey, what's going on? My name is Louis Coniglio. I own a company called Dankstop.com. You can check us out. Uh, we've been in the business for five years. We have a huge data pool of clients. We have, uh, you know, we've sold literally over... $10 million in bongs, probably over $20 million at this point. We've sold millions of dollars, tens of millions of dollars worth of product. Um, is there any way that you guys would be interested in doing business with me in some sort of strategic partnership light where maybe you could use Dankstop as uh, a, a trademark brand name? Maybe we could do some sort of strategic partnership where we would own different percentages of the equity uh, in this in each individual retail location and just use the trademark Dankstop name on those locations and you know whatever the specifics of the deal need to be. The, my question is, if I came to you and I introduced myself like that and I told you, would you find that fascinating? I think the answer is that you would. And I think that that could be like a super strong strategic relationship for somebody who's coming in to the marijuana retail game in New Jersey, in New York, somewhere in this area that doesn't have a brand. Mm. We have a brand. We have a trusted brand. We have a cool brand. We have a brand that's accepted by celebrities, influencers. You name it, we fucking did it. So that's kind of a good relationship to have, and I think that it would be a mm. fruitful relationship for the person that's going out of their way to get the license. Uh, they don't ha- they're not getting a cultivation license, so they don't have to worry about growing, uh, you know, building a grow-up operation. Uh and I think it would be good. So my question to you is, would you find that fascinating if you could empathically put yourself in the position of that person who's about to get that weed license and maybe you're going to call it uh, Keep It Basement Dispensary, like whatever whatever you want to call it. Like, mm. Would that be the I smart thing now. to do? I would, think about it. I would say yeah. Yeah. I would say yeah too. I would say if yeah. I was on the opposite side of it, but my opinion is kind of biased. Like so no, I'm just saying because the barriers at entry can't be that easy, right? You're like a three, but but, but what he's offering you is like a three and one, really. Yeah. Uh, like yeah, I'm offering you a good deal. A so lot like of people you're coming in with the license, and I'm coming in with the infrastructure and the business. Like, hey, let's either make a strategic partnership where Dankstop merges with this dispensary entity, right? It's but at the end of the day, I would cut off all of my retail sales because they're not entitled to that. That's the what, website would be mine. You. The wholesale you. company would be mine. I got you. And uh, you're getting paid just would, to have what have you the have. Dankstop what's, name what's, on the retail location. Each individual store would be owned by percentage goes to us percentage goes to them and maybe each individual store would have its own investment you know yeah, like that's kind of that's how williamsburg pizza did it when they started yeah 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 what's <clears> crazy <throat> is like how you like you and sean kelly like from the outside looking in like everyone would think like uh, it gets a great business successful enough like you guys got everything made sean kelly was like i would have delegated more and i would have started different i would be so much more successful than i am now if i knew then and like now you're saying like not everything is perfect within your business. Obviously, nothing's perfect in business, but it's really interesting how you guys think and are always like trying to solve the problem and know the future. Well, Sean's hundred percent right on that. Like I did the same exact thing. I that's a, is that a, is that a really mistake. Long. It's definitely a mistake, but at the same time, you got to learn things at your own time. You know, like you got to learn things when you're ready to learn them. And sometimes somebody telling you something isn't good enough for you to learn it. So sure. it's another one of those situations. Like I told you earlier, like when you know, like you know, like what you got to be real with yourself. Intuition. So, 
counts. Yeah, so you gotta you gotta be real with yourself, and you gotta know when it's time to pull the trigger on certain things, and when it's time to set take a step back, or you know, like just know what battles you want to fight, and and that's really what it's about. That's the strategy of life, right? Uh, I think that's super important. It's just important how you guys predict, like, you know so well about your companies and research it. And, like, everyone probably thinks, like, oh, these guys are making millions. Like, I don't know if you are so successful. But, like, on the grand scheme, like, you're already looking at problem areas and trying to fix certain things and trying to know what to do with it. It's pretty good. Yeah, I mean, I think it's really important to to not only grow and make your business endeavors as perfect as you can uh, in terms of operation, in terms of presentation, in terms of marketing, in terms of anything, but uh, it's just very difficult. And like, I hope to get involved in the future in more real uh, topics. You know what I mean? Like you look at, you wanted to talk about Ray Dalio and Elon Musk and like all these people that are out there doing it. Like shout out to Elon, bro. Like what a fucking monster this guy is. And he just doesn't get enough dap. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, I really feel that. Like, a lot of people, like, that know what's good, like, they give him the dap that he deserves. But, like, a lot of people just don't know what it is. Like, this dude's literally trying to solve traffic. It's wild. Who the fuck is out there trying to solve traffic? Yeah. Like, are you serious? Like, this dude, like, uh, that's why I feel like it's important once you make it, once you get into that, you know, 50 million, 100 million, billion dollar place. Yeah. What is life? That's you what know I'm what saying. I mean? Like, what's important to you at that point? Like, like to me, I would want to go and help fix the school system or yeah, something that I think yeah, yeah. is super broken or make like more equality systems for kids in lower class neighborhoods where like everybody could get the same education and not be, uh, you know, completely held back because of their stupid parents. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like if you got drug addict parents and like your life ends up not being like as good as it could have been because you're in a shitty school system and they're not doing enough to help you. That's a serious problem in America. Bro, this reminds me of like, cause it's like levels to this shit. Like people look at you and think you're a success, but you look at like Ray Dalio and think success. Yeah. Like, like what a fucking like crazy. Like you're like, I ain't got dude. shit compared to him. Like there's levels like Kevin Hart said about the gatekeepers in comedy or like how he can't make the certain moves. There's always something that's higher up and you realize that when you're in different successful positions there's different like, circles there's man. different like there's different levels. yeah there's so many levels to it and it's like you you if you ever honestly sit here think and think that like you made it like you're probably wrong like you know what i mean there's only yeah. certain people that could really say like yo i made it like i'm like i made it but like guess what when you made it and you're sitting there and you could say that yeah. i mean there's kind of nowhere to go but down for the most part you know what i mean unless yeah. you're that consistent unless you're like will smith you know what i mean shout out will smith <laughs> fucking yo like will smith is like one of my heroes bro like he's such a cool dude like wow he's good in what every facet been, what he's been able to do with that instagram in the last year is incredible because he had movies that weren't selling he's, he's good smart. in every he, fucking he, facet he, dude he was uh he was like hidden he didn't want to like remember what they're talking about in that podcast yeah. he was like hidden and like he didn't like put himself out there, and now he knows that's what you got to do, kind of like that's why the comedians need to do that too and put themselves out there. Yeah, but like look what he's accomplished since putting himself out there. I just I think it's One so crazy. Pages. Like and and now not only that, I don't know if you guys have heard about this before, but a lot of these movie stars, what they're doing is they're using their Instagram to negotiate deals for movies. So basically, like so The athletes. Rock, for example, if he does a movie. He's not only getting a crazy, insane amount oh, of yeah, money, he, promotes he gets a percentage of the door, okay? They're negotiating percentages of how much it sells now, Jesus. right? And posting. he's negotiating, like, he'll get, like, an extra million dollars for posting on his social media. It's wild. So it's yeah. amazing what they've been able to do. And, like, it makes you, you really, it makes you really uh, understand, like, even more of what we were talking about before, how a lot of these 
people that are like have that old school mentality or whatever you want to call it, they're leaving mad money on the table and it's fucking stupid. I'd rather be a cush poppy getting paid six figures on social media than work at comedy at night than work a job at not to to knock anyone, work at like Costco, Barnes and Nobles, not like what I want to do and passionate about. I'd rather want to make video content, be creative, get paid six figures for that, and then do comedy whenever I want. Of course, you'd rather do that. You know what, you know what I mean? But that's if you yeah. get to choose, right? Yeah, like no, he 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 didn't have somebody that came and told him to start making uh, silly Instagram videos, like yelling at people in his car. You know what I mean? Or like talking about Minute Maid juice. You know what I mean? Like he just went out and did that, and literally created a brand around it. You know what I mean? Like dudes literally got catchphrases. Like that's marketing, yeah. you know what I mean? I can, that's fucking I can make dope. Sweeney big. Like his whole <laughs> thing is doesn't make any sense. That's his thing. He'll, you know what I mean? Like that's yeah. that's genius. He's doesn't got his own sense. fucking catchphrases. Like by the time he goes on a stage, he's gonna not only have these catchphrases, but hopefully he goes and takes the time and writes out legitimate bits. And if he starts writing legitimate bits and starts actually putting in the time to going in and bombing on stage for like a year or two or three or however the fuck long it takes, he could literally become a real life comedian. That's what I'm saying. Like a lot of people rely on comedy. Like I get it. They've been doing it for years. But like if you're like older or trying to get in, you got to do other stuff too. Yeah. You know? Because you don't want to wait that fucking time. Well, because to eat you got to sharpen your sword. Yeah, you, you don't want to eat you shit gotta, for three years and not do anything else. Yeah, you got to like really legitimately be out there putting in the time. Like, there's reasons why people like Hip Hop Mike are, in my opinion, the best in the business. The reason why they're the best in the business is because they're out there working for it. They're out there doing the interviews. They're out there getting fucking two hours of sleep per night, not giving a fuck. You know what I mean? Drinking mad coffee. Probably not taking care of his body. Shout out, Mike. It's it's, it's important in networking body. too, though, because like hard work definitely pays off. But like you could be working hard your whole life, and a little luck could happen, and also networking. Yeah, you, you have to network. He network. He got in with Rosenberg, and then he worked hard. Yeah, and you that's I mean? that's the whole. That's thing. part like, of working hard, though. Yeah, you have to network, and you have to be putting yourself out there constantly. And like even so, uh, even something for uh, for keep it basement. Um, well, wait. Let's see. Hold on. Uh, did I answer your last question? I just want to make sure. Cause yeah, keep... you answered it. We yeah. you don't even have yeah. to ask him. We don't. Like I don't, I don't want to keep you all night. Like you could talk about off air or, or touch on like how to make keep it basement good. Yeah, I mean, I definitely want to answer the last one on keep it basement. So with keep it basement, honestly, like I would just go and start sponsoring like events. Like you I know what I mean. Like that's stuff. essentially like what you guys like really could do to get it out there. You guys are already on the scene. You're already in with the clubs. You're already in with the comedians. You already got people coming in and talking to you. Like just figure out a way to get some cool swag for keep it basement and like go out and give away a bunch of free stuff. You know what I mean? Like honestly, like I do that all the time. I'll, I'll do pop-ups at parties and I'll just give away free stuff. Like that's literally what I do. And like at this point, the brand is big enough that like I could go and pop up at industry events where like people usually got to like pay for tables and stuff. And I just go and give away free stuff. You know why? Cause it's a worthwhile investment for them and it's a worthwhile investment for me. I'm bartering with the product by giving away the product. They're having a dope event where people walk away with like some little thing that they could smoke out of and yeah, a lighter yeah. and some papers and fucking sticker or whatever the hell is in there. And it's a win-win situation for everybody. And with that networking too, people are going to get those little bags or whatever and they're going to post them on social media and probably shout out the event that they just went to. You know what I mean? So there's tons of marketing things that you could do. So what I would do if I was you is I would get involved in these local events and uh, figure out a way to get people intrigued. 
figure out a way to get people on your Instagram. Figure out a way to get people to su- subscribe to the channel. Because like, not everybody listens to podcasts. No, That's no. another thing you got to think about too. Not everybody listens to podcasts, and, uh, so you got to yeah, you, you got to know how to maneuver that. Seventeen hours. Yeah, you know, uh, I got a lot. To, like I could send you stuff, but like pretty much like even like the YouTube and podcasts don't necessarily relate. Like people could watch on YouTube who are different fans and not even fans of me. Yeah, and just watch anyway. But podcast is more intimate and more people who know you. Yeah, you know, vice versa. It is what it is. Yeah, like and not all your fans can. Your all your fans might share similar interests, but they're not all the same type. You know. Yeah, exactly. And who knows? Like, what if you guys like had like a different sort of content that you were putting on the Instagram versus like the podcast? You know what I mean? Like, kinda what if do. you guys we were doing? Do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I feel like that's really important. I feel like that's like a huge part of it. Like, what if like people watched like the Instagram for a different reason that they watched, or that they listened to the podcast, or maybe they watched the YouTube for a different reason than they would. Go on the Instagram. I gotta promote on my own page more because I get more people to follow and stuff. But you, you said at Louie, you don't always promote your stuff too. Because I feel like yeah, I got family. It's like kind of adult shit sometimes. Yeah, I mean, you know what it is. I feel like you, you should have a line uh, between that. I think that, like, I have at uh, Louie, and then I have at Louie Knigs, and like Louie Knigs is like my personal. Like, I don't even have like my last name on there. You know what I mean? Like, it's just my personal shit. Like, I just don't want. You know, it's not like I don't. Like some of the stuff I put on that page, I'll put on the at Louis page or vice versa, but it just really depends on the circumstances. I just like to have like some sort of separation between it because I know that it's only going to get bigger and I know that it's only going to get more intense and I want to make sure that I'm ready for it when it happens and I feel like I'm in control of my own destiny. Gotcha. You know? Yeah. That's good. Want to wrap it? Yeah. All right. Um. Well, we basically just muttered words of wisdom for the past three hours. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say words of nah, wisdom. Nah, but this shit is like guess, so like, full of gems. Did you just gems, disc like your scumbag? Insane, I said bro. he just spewed off words you said of wisdom muttered. for the past two muttered. hours. <laughs> What's muttered mean? Muttered. Like, oh, I don't know. Like, not good. We did. Like mumbling. Well, yeah, you oh. did. Shit. All right, my bad. <laughs> 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 Right. Yeah, exactly. Look, right. he's teaching you how to move like the business mogul he is, man. Right, any, Yo, any, how la- about any last words? I mean, you just—I know you want to. How about the last thing, though? Just, we'll to, just to tie everything all together. Uh, I mean, just to, tie, just to tie it all together. For an entrepreneur, or for an entertainer, or for a fucking porn star, anybody. <sighs> Go out there and make yourself happy. Don't worry about other people's opinions. Or for a shitbag named Tom Zappi. Just, just do you uh, mm. among all other things, and and try and surround yourself with good people. It's so hard to find it's good people. One. It's so difficult to find people that you actually really truly connect with. Uh, find those people and love the shit out of them. You know what I mean. Show them nothing but unconditional love. Um, you know, if you can help someone, help them. If you can go out there and do a good deed or, or, or inspire somebody or pay it forward in any sort of way, like the world needs more of that. And I really, truly think like on some no bullshit, like cliche sort of shit, if you put good vibes and good energy out into the world, you're going to receive that back eventually, even if it doesn't happen right away. And like you're going through a moment where you're getting shit on life changes and the world revolves and you know things go in different directions like the ripple effect yeah like you really just gotta believe it like you really gotta believe that things are gonna happen and part of believing that something is gonna happen is being able to have the vision to foresee what you want and what you know is realistic and could actually happen so you're the conductor and it's up to you to figure that shit out and it's up to you to pull the trigger on it and it's up to you to put in the energy and it's up to you to get every day uh, get up every day and do it you know like nobody's gonna do it for you so go out there and get it hell yeah exactly mike take the damn cans and no one's gonna bring them in for you
I yeah. met Thanks, him. Louis, man. Appreciate Yo, Louis, no thank you so much for Very coming, bro. Those gems. Mate, get the drug pair Shout out to Dangstop. We are going to be doing a promotional free giveaway via Dangstop, so keep, stay tuned. To also, keep if the feds Instagram. is watching, the police, <laughs> we do not have drug paraphernalia here. Yeah. I, and hey, and if... Alex, any, and any words? And then those... Nah, and if you felt any sort of uncomfortability when he was giving you those three steps to doing what the fuck you want to do is because you ain't doing it, bro. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> sex, sex toys and bongs, Mike. Yeah, yeah uh, fo- follow at Louis. Yep, uh, where stay can we find you? For, stay tuned oh, yeah. for... Uh, your site and everything. For, for more inspirational Definitely uh, need to give words. you a commercial. Dangstop and... Uh, Thanks. Stop on Instagram, Facebook. Yeah, we should website. do a commercial. Let's do like a cool one though, with like Ooh. sound effects and stuff. Mm. Yeah, we gotta make we it can like take care of that. Do a drop real quick. Right sound now. Check out Dankstop.com. We have the biggest selection of bongs, vaporizers, accessories, anything that you're looking for in the smoking industry. Use promo code B Awesome. That's B E Awesome. A W E S O M E. Uh, one word. Put it together. No spaces. That's for fifteen percent off. Check us out. Uh, stay tuned for a giveaway that we're doing with Keep It Basement. Shout out Keep It Basement. You guys were awesome. And hopefully we speak again soon. Thank you, Louie. Shout out to Dankstop. Hey, All right, guys, that's the podcast. Keep It Basement. Follow your dreams. And we'll catch you next week. Thank you. He says it so negatively. Follow your dreams. Follow your dreams. <laughs> fucking hater. You are so fucking Dude. annoying. Sometimes I hope you get Thank hit by you. a bus. That's mean. I'm leaving that. <laughs> Keep It Basement. This episode of the podcast is brought to you by Stealth Mode Motorsports. Stealth Mode Motorsports. Sir. It's a fucking read-through. What am I supposed to be? Act interested. This episode of the podcast is brought to you by Stealth Mode Motorsports. Yeah. Stealth Mode Motorsports serves worldwide motorcycle enthusiasts, racers, Dale Earnhardt Jr., and custom builders with the highest quality. Quality OEM parts for Honda, Yamaha, Suzuki, Kawasaki, and Ducati. Super sport motorcycle models. We buy and sell used motorcycles as well. Based out of Charlotte, North Carolina, StealthModeBikes.com. Also on Facebook and Instagram at Stealth Mode Motorsports. Need an engine for a car? We supply engines to race teams all over the world. Lay your bike down and don't want to pay dealer pricing? Contact us for a fraction of dealer prices. Specializing in Yamaha R1 and R6, GSXR 650,000, ZX6R, ZX10R, and CBR 1000RR late model years. All current inventory can be found on our eBay store at ebay.com slash str slash stealth mode motorsports. Check them out. What do you want to do? You want to go to the Shipbag Comedy Show and then maybe try to roll through stress? Guys, follow your dreams and listen to Keep It Basement Rate Subscribe. Thanks, guys. Peace. Just masturbate if all else fails. Peace. Take job in California. You don't like it? Fuck it. You get on a plane, fly home. That's it. Take a chance. Four minutes at the the, the, the comedy club in New Brunswick. Four minutes. Might turn into a a spot on a Jimmy Kimball Tonight Show. You never know. You got to try it. You just can't stay on a safe route because then you're going to end up being kind of bitter when you get older. That you didn't take no chances. That's it. That's my view on things.